0: Answer the
1: question. I didn't answer the question. No, you did not. You did not answer the question of why the president asked the White House press secretary to come out in front of the podium for the first time and utter a falsehood. Why did he do that? It undermines the credibility of the entire White House press office on day Don't be so
2: don't be so overly dramatic about it, Chuck. What you're saying it's a falsehood and they're giving Sean Spicer, our press secretary, gave
3: alternative facts to that, but the point
0: Wait remains... Wait a minute. Alternative facts? Alternative
1: facts, four of the five facts he uttered. The hey one Chuck thing he White? got hey right Chuck. was Zeke Miller. Four of the five facts he uttered were just not true. Look, alternative facts are not facts. They're falsehoods.
0: Uh.
2: <laughs> she couldn't even say alternative facts without swallowing hard as shit. If y'all want to rewind that to check it out, She's it's a real joke. joke. She's a joke
3: she's a whole joke and they keep sending her off Mm -hmm. this is like the second interview i've seen of her where she just sounds like a complete asshole anytime you listen
2: to an interview of her kellyanne conway it'll make your eyes roll i'm not proud to be a woman when i see her on television
4: it's funny you would say that uh being a person that just played a clip from a fake news station. (laughs) (laughs) Omar, if you don't get your ass out of here,
2: ain't nothing wrong with that news station.
1: Alternative facts, though. They can't even get a question
4: in. They're so fake.
1: (laughs) That is actually a a good way to deviate from
4: truth. Mm. Alternative facts. Uh, You know, Here's the deal. Is that like when someone's like, "You're the father," and you're like, "Well, we're dealing with alternative facts, Your Honor." Or,
1: or Mm -hmm. when you, or when you hear someone say something like, "She was kind of pregnant," you know what I mean? Like, there's no such thing as halfway pregnant. No, you know.
2: Even if you're only ten days pregnant, right? There's you know full pregnant.
4: What about halfway (laughs) crooks?
2: Right, exactly. Pretty just, uh, dropped her microphone and just won't even speak on it.
1: I'm, I heard that in the song, <laughs> I think. Or even if people say I'm not racist, but I kind of feel like after the but comes the alternative fact.
4: Because <laughs> well, yeah. if you I have, to, have to say you're not racist, <laughs> <laughs> <then> you're clearly <laughs> racist. And you An alternative
2: fact it. is a lie. Let's be all the way 100 yeah, about that.
1: And you know, it, it. It's it's to the point nowadays where I just think it's all absurd and I don't know you know here's what's funny and i'll go ahead and just share a moment of truth uh while we're all in our sane states at the at the early stage (laughs) of of our communication uh if we haven't made it clear up to this point you know we drink while we are talking and so what you all notice is a natural progression of maybe ratchetry as just the conversation develops and we're getting more into it and we drink more to us we drop it knowledge right <laughs> but to the person that's listening if they aren't drinking on pace with us mm-hmm. it's like what in the hell you know what i mean so uh fun fact that a lot of people don't know and that uh Brittany and omar may not know because i don't know if you all even care to re-listen to it and get that far I cut out the last hour of our last podcast. Hmm. I, well, not the last pod. Well, the last one that we were all together. We yeah. did the, the one shit where show.
3: You went into the, the tangent hmm. about Steve um, Harvey. About uh, I don't
0: Steve know
1: if I'd Harvey. call it a tangent, but let's just say I, you, was, I was pretty y'all passionate. Y'all went in.
2: Y'all went in. I, went in. I, went in. I dropped I out passionate. of the conversation. I was. I've never frustrated. seen
4: someone so passionate i was passionate i was passionate uh, he had a vein coming out of his forehead looking out the window <laughs> That's regular out the
1: but but Brittany, you say that but i can hear you in the background when omar was trying to treat me you you in the background in the kitchen yeah, tell him Omar. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and do it, Omar. Yeah, tell him. And I'm like, really, nigga, is that is that really what we are doing right now? Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs>
1: and I was, I was, I was heated. And here's what's funny, I still stand by the, I think the point I made then. However, hindsight being 2020, I will say I was probably more on the wrong side. I think, I think, uh, from a from a, like a theoretical perspective, right? The, the stance I took, I, I was making sense, but it wasn't, it was, it was uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for right now, but it wasn't about Steve Harvey. I was talking in terms of the principle. You know, I was trying to make a principled argument, and I think that you guys were making a realistic argument in terms of no. I'm not saying no one can meet with Donald Trump. I'm saying Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost like,
4: <laughs> and it felt like us, I was arguing. It felt us like considering like I was arguing what you just said. Mm-hmm. Us considering what you what you just said is like us considering. Alternate facts. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, it's either the truth or it's not. It's either real or it's not. Like I was, there's no in between. I, I was merely you either to with a point. us or against us, <laughs> brother. Exactly, moment, exactly. He was
3: against. He was against it. Us. I was not
1: against y'all. I feel like y'all was against
4: progress No, we no, were against no, Samuel's Jackson's character in Django. <laughs> That's what we were against.
2: Yeah, thank you, but yeah. Isaac. What I will say about that statement, which I appreciate, is that you can recognize when you made a dumbass move or you made a dumbass <laughs> <laughs> argument. Not, not, Donkey no, no. of don't, the day. Yeah, don't sh- scrunch or, your face up. Or. I'm getting. I'm making a point. Because
1: you see this, Steve. you see this half-ass compliment she gave. No, me? no, no, it's a legit
0: compliment. <laughs> no, I, think I give you up, credit for mind.
1: realizing you are being a fuck boy.
0: Like, but, what kind of compliment what, is that, Isaac? You
1: are an amazing person to realize how much of an asshole you are. No, but the issue is like,
2: me. so I have been hearing uh, Steve Harvey sort of explaining his point of view and why he met with Donald Trump and all of that, and the point is. If you are called to meet the president for whatever reason, if you think it's something you can help with or provide progress, whatever, for most people, you're going to go, even if it's just out of curiosity. But I think it was Charlemagne, maybe, who said I would at least bring somebody who knew more than I did right, about right. black you know, black. He was issues saying he was
1: saying he would go with Minister Lewis Fair Right, kind, exactly which right. That like, is very Steve aggressive. Harvey, what
0: <laughs> <is> the fuck <laughs> <hooker>? are you <laughs> going by yourself
2: for? Exactly. But yeah. but and so then after the interview or and when Steve Harvey was explaining like why he went and then his experience of it, then he was doubling down on the fact that Donald Trump was a good dude and yeah, he picked yeah. up the phone and made a call right then to Ben Carson. Bro, then
1: didn't get to talking about how he you, was. You don't know shit from golf. that one
2: meeting. Right. You're talking about golf. Like right. all you should have said was what my intentions were going in, right. which could have been pure. And that's totally cool. But then don't, after this nigga for 18 months on the campaign trails talking shit about Muslims and Mexicans and they rapists and he's one step away from calling us niggas, like, you double down on the fact that he's a good guy. Like, you you don't even know that. He just met with you. You're an entertainer. And I'm not even, like, anti-Steve Harvey. That was just a dumb move. Like, just say, I don't know. Hopefully, after that meeting, we can get some progression. But we'll see. Like, that's
3: acceptable. Nobody will jump down your throat for that. So speaking of that, um, the fallout from Chrisette Michelle performing oh, has yeah. been quite hilarious to me. Um, <laughs> How do you feel about it? I felt that she needed to be honest about her reasoning for mm. doing it. Okay. You didn't, there was no footage of you even meeting President uh, President Trump
0: or whatever well, she mentioned kinda, she did not you didn't meet him. meet him
3: so for you to say that you're going to use that stage to you know have a voice for us and <laughs> you're advocating change and because you wore a Basquiat. Ba- yeah, Basquiat fucking skirt, sh- sh- skirt or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you think that that's something that resonates? No one gives a fuck. He needed to fill the roster to have people perform, mm. okay? And you were just somebody there to fill that space, mm. but you didn't do anything. Yeah. So just say you wanted to get your money mm. and then move
4: on. I would respect you so much I would, more. I, would I, respect I, I swear that to God, if like, someone like, said, "Omar, you meet with Trump," like, yeah, he cutting checks. <laughs> I
2: ain't
3: getting none of this money, <laughs> bitch. I'm broke. Right? <laughs> Anybody <laughs> talk this much. I about would meet with Hitler show. right now if he and had checks. <laughs> Right. right. Shit. Right. So, I mean, that's what I wanted her to do.
4: I go meet
0: but with the Ku
3: Klux Klan. What she did was she tried <laughs> to spin did. it. Right.
0: Right. She tried
4: to check. spin
3: that shit like she was making a move for us. Like, and you're not. Right. And representing us at you're the... And right. who are you to do that? Again, where are the qualified people to make these decisions to go and, and talk and represent? Well, we had
4: Stacey Dash. Stop See? it. And then <laughs> she got fired. Right. And so... After in, Trump won. In that
1: regard. Like, another pond. down. Done. We're done with
2: you black girl another pond down <laughs>
1: and so like in that regard is where you know uh and, and and admittedly the reason that i cut that piece out of the last podcast it wasn't because of this it was because we had been drinking and i was way more ratchet and we was all like screaming on a microphone i was just like that's not the best uh you know, it's not that's, helping that's anybody. the cool thing about this not being a live show mm-hmm. clearly we got to work on you know some semantics and some aspects before you know we go to that uh to that platform but but I will say though that um even in the argument that I was making then I did admit that I hadn't formulated an opinion yet Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. that I didn't know enough about it because it had just happened like we were recording like a day afterwards and you know you you know the thing about it and I remember me and Omar got in the longest conversation on the planet like uh, uh, probably about a week or so later where we were kind of talking about it. And what I was telling him was that I was trying to make a principled argument mm-hmm. and and the principle being, and I, I do stand by this that I don't believe that African-Americans are a monolith. I, I don't, I don't like it when as African-Americans people want to put us into this place where we all like when, when they say, well, what's the black voice mm-hmm. or, or, you know, refer
2: to us as the blacks in general it, you know because
1: essentially <laughs> and what then you're call him Steve Harvey <laughs> right. <laughs> right essentially what you're attempting to do is say that we all have the same experience right that we all think the same way that right. we all have the same values and we don't you and know that's what
2: I not to cut you off I apologize but I think that that's what's so dope about what's been being shown in film and on television lately is so many different black experiences that are more uh accurate of what the black experience is in so many different ways like yes you had the Cosby's or the Huxtables; those that's a real life situation but then you also have good times and you have people in those situations but there is also an in-between like Atlanta and insecure like those are real life 20-somethings in this world like But,
4: but but I think with the Steve Harvey thing I think there's something that every black person has experienced Okay. and that's racism like that's yes, something as absolutely black people we can collectively yes. say doesn't matter we've all it doesn't matter what walk right. of life you come from right. you've experienced this yes. and i was explaining this to to someone the other day and and he was trying to say that uh well barack obama may not have the same experiences that you had mm-hmm. like to me barack obama's not not black and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> right you're telling me he never experienced racism right like, every, like at like, harvard he just yeah. never right. experienced like one he's person he's experienced himself. the shit out of it in eight years <laughs> right. If, <laughs> right if he didn't he made up for it and <laughs> I'll exactly but right. but you know one of the things he said to your point and in and, and to casey and I, to your point is one of the things he said at howard he says, you know, you know, when you think about like people saying you are trying to be white, you're trying to be this, as he said, there's so many different ways to be black. Right. Yes. But every black person has experienced racism right. in, in general. Mm-hmm. Or some type of or, or some sort of prejudice. Right. right. And and I think collectively, that was the argument with the Steve Harvey thing. Right. And and, and, and so when it felt like uh and it was weird because when you and
1: I, Omar got into that discussion. It sounded like I was defending Steve Harvey Mm -hmm. when in reality what I was attempting to do was defend what I thought he was representing, which was I can understand that we're all upset. I can understand that there's this frustration. But but even with the Chrisette Michelle and see, I agree with you, Brittany. She fucked up by putting her foot in her mouth, like perform. And then shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. The moment that you then try to make me believe, you know, like, for instance, it's like with the tequila tells
0: mm-hmm.
1: a person can say, oh, how did you all get the name? If I tell you the honest-to-god story of how the name came about, right. it's a dope story, mm-hmm. but it's not some ultra deep reason where I'm like, "Oh, well because tequila represents, <laughs> you know, a good time <laughs> and <laughs> recklessness, but then the love." And that's why we put the heart, nigga in the no. tales right. people's Right. We were stories. trying to throw it at a bar. That was a tequila bar. It used <laughs> to be called Wine and Love. Right. I created some shit cuz I don't want to call it Wine and Love in a tequila bar. The dude bought into it. Then he had to close his establishment before we launched, but we love the fucking logo. Right. It's simple as fuck. Right. I can make it sound dope. Sure, I, c- I can tap dance for you. Oh, well, it's deep, <laughs> and it's it ain't got nothing to do with that. It's something simple, right? So One if night Chrisette Michelle out
3: over some tequila,
1: <laughs> right? If if Chrisette <laughs> right. Michelle wanted to get her money on, right. get your money on, and, and get and my then, name in the news, and get my name on the news, then okay, then play it from a PR perspective. Mm-hmm. Don't go on Charlemagne's show mm-hmm. or Breakfast club Mm -hmm. let it ride and then just stay buzzing and stay relevant but when you try to go in and make me think you did it for me Mm -hmm. bitch no you did not do it for me because and and, and, i also
2: heard her say but the fact that that, the matter is i'm booked for the next six months i'm like okay okay that that right there. then that's
1: what's that's what it's really about and that's cool and And then make that your argument right here's the deal black people Mm -hmm. we can get upset about you know how we think this is perceived Mm -hmm. but commerce is what runs the world and that is what I just and then at that point at least I know where I stand with you but you're trying to you're insulting my intelligence when you try to make me think that the real reason of why you did it was a righteous reason and that's why both she lost to me and Steve Harvey lost to me because I'm like if you went there and you said hey listen I'm gonna be honest with y'all I went because I was curious Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what the brother had to say. Y'all know my track record. Y'all know I ain't up in there cooning. I had to see what he had to say. Yeah, we had some casual conversation. Mm-hmm. It was what it was. But if he delivers on what it was he said, then you know awesome. what? Net gain. Right. Don't try to all of a sudden, before he delivers, he got on the phone and made a call. I saw him right there. <laughs> he made a call. And y'all, he really ain't a bad guy. We talked about golf. I was like, He was nigga, so genuine. Here's the <laughs> thing. Why don't you just play a here's, banjo when? In the background you know what i'm saying i don't know face. i don't know what chewing fucking straw sounds like but that's what it sounds like in it audio hit. form i was like at, like at that point when i heard that i was like you know what see steve you just invalidated my argument because i was defending the principle of you going and people attempting to invalidate you because you aren't uh, uh, DeRay McKesson, right? Just because you aren't you DeRay going. McKesson right. doesn't mean that you don't have value, and that's what I was arguing. But the bullshit he said, I can't even stunt, Omar. That's but, when but, I had to be like, "All right, Touche. Here, You're right. I was wrong. I
4: wasn't wrong on the principle, but you was right." But, but, that but here's the thing: he was the wrong nigga to go. With. <laughs> no, he's not the right person. He, <laughs> no yeah. You have to be with qualified to walk in the room and meet with the president if you want to present an argument. Period. Yeah, but. Here's what I'm going to say, and, and, I, and I'll go on record and say this. I do not think Donald Trump is a racist. Like, I don't. I think he's an old, rich, white man.
2: What's the difference?
4: You could be an old, rich, <laughs> white man. Here, I'll, I'll give Warren you the difference. I'll, I'll give you the okay. difference. I'll, 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 t- I'll tell Warren you this. Buffett. Donald Sterling, right? Yeah. He never said nigger on that call. Not mm-hmm. once. He just said them. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> so, Same, so, so so, I'm, I'm going to give you the, the, the Donald Trump. Donald Trump is an old rich white man. It's almost like he didn't get to where he was at giving a shit about people. Whether you're white, black, Puerto Rican, Asian, right. he do not give a shit about you. Right. There yeah. are white people he are leaving behind right now that he's right. fucking over. Right. And it has nothing Left to do with right. the color of their skin. That he puts Omarosa <laughs> way above on <laughs> right. His. Right, funny like you know, he's like, Ben Carlson means more to me exactly. than any of these white right. people. Right. So he's an opportunist. And the thing right. is, one thing I tell you something, in order to be like a CEO or, or any successful business person, you have to not give a shit about people. That's true. That's mm. that's that's what I question. Like, Why would you want this person to run the country? Because as the president, you have to give a shit about people and you also have to give a shit about the economy. But here's the deal. Mm.
3: Here's the deal. What's funny, um, it kind of takes me back to how people are in relationships though. So he ran his campaign bashing everyone that he could to appeal to his particular audience. He talked bad about women. Mm -hmm. He talked bad about Mexicans. He Mm -hmm. talked crazy the entire time. Okay. Now he's in office and everyone has forgotten about that. Even down to the blacks who feel like they can make a difference, like the Steve Harveys and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have forgotten what's happened. You're sitting here telling me that he's a sincere. This is this is Steve Harvey. He's a sincere guy, and he seems as though he really wants to make a change. Motherfucker, what happened to the last six months of his campaign <laughs> when he was riding around pussy. talking about pussy? And, but what if and, he was and,
4: just being himself?
3: And if the and if so, cool. He th- showed us fine. who he was.
2: He
4: right. Us this what is if one? he won but of being wh- I'm himself? I'm not going yeah. to
3: forget this happened. That's just like if my man cheats on me, I come home and see it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, th- that can't be unseen. Wait like, you said you it's you come not- home and see it? Like if he did it in the house or some shit, so mm-hmm. whatever. Like live,
4: you saw. Like, live. I mean, I okay. So, a, so I let's say really hypothetical. To so you saw. Him, so you saw. He saw, <laughs> or you saw him cheating. Right. You saw I him cheating. Right. You, saw him cheating you called him red-handed.
3: Red-handed. But
4: he's Ooh, gonna get another girlfriend. He's, he's
3: gonna he'll have another
4: gonna, girlfriend. But you think that girl shouldn't date him because of that?
3: No, I don't think that that girl shouldn't date him. I'm talking about my relationship with him at that time. Right. Well, that's America
4: right now, right? That's
3: America's relationship with. But there are
4: people in America that love that
3: exactly that is true that's there why he became that, president there, there are people who in the same thing on the flip side there are people who don't give a fuck about their people stepping out on them and they forgive mm. them and, and move on and it keeps happening to their dumb ass so you <laughs> know it what
4: keeps though? going on point, so Brittany yeah, no. this shit is
3: going to resurface so that's actually, in his presidency well, that's what he's what I'm, going to do this right. shit again so, okay, well, he's so, going to keep
4: doing so it what so what I'm saying is there are people that were for that it's a democracy right like, I understand you, that but he, we can't hate him just like there are people that didn't agree with Obama's policies right I
2: understand so wait Omar when you say when you made the point that he wasn't a racist what were you getting at
3: just that he i don't think he i don't that.
4: think he okay i don't think he looks at black people and just like oh just you know what i mean okay. but does he has t- racist tendencies absolutely but do i think he's a flat-out racist no the guy was best friends with michael jackson forever Ugh! <laughs> like, you, I. Don't, if you were black, like you wouldn't you be friends F. with Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like he Why? has black friends. Like
2: that doesn't Jackson. make you a. Non-racist. But but
4: no, I'm not don't saying that doesn't make him racist. But it like like I'm not saying He's it's going to make. But a lot of here, black
1: people are racist, though. They exactly. Okay, first and, of all,
2: we're mistaking racism, but, racism, and bigotry. And but here's what
1: I'm going to say.
4: No, here's what I'm going to say. Not because race plus racism is oppression. But here's black what I'm going to say. Can't let, let me can Let me clear this I, I up. Let me be that, clear. Let me be clear with, you know, this, with this. That's the whole <laughs> ex- explanation when it <laughs> let comes let to racism. <laughs> let me be clear. Racism is race like, plus power. Racism. Nah, you can be black and racist. Racism is destroyed when you start hanging around people from other races and you realize they're people too. Sure. R- racist people usually live where they're not exposed to other races. Donald Trump has been around black people for a long time he may have something against Mexicans for some reason I don't know why
3: because he don't want to pay them all that free labor let me tell you something you could be racist and have everyday dealings with the people of that race that you are racist towards doesn't matter. The point is, see, here is the deal. No, because he's I, a cause business can, person. Yes, but we can get, a we, can go, can, we can, can, can go further. We can go further. with This. He's a business person, and if right. there's someone of color that can do him some good and make money he, for you, I'm going to I'm gonna break it down like to you. you I'm going to break racist. it down
4: to you. That right. don't mean he. I'm going to break it down to you. Thank you. Something that wealthy, rich people know. They'll any rich white person will tell you this. They're not. They're far. Racism is a poor people thing. It's not it's a upper kind of class. class. It's, it's not classism. A, right. classism time, is different than racism.
2: It doesn't mean they're not
3: both. It, it's let, all, me, let me tell it you this. A, well no, if no, you, no. It, it if, you were racist, if
4: you were than racist, than Donald Trump wouldn't have black people in his house all the time. He does.
2: Uh, if he owner, was racist. Slave owners had black people in their yeah, house Yeah, but every that's day.
4: different. We're in a different day and age. But I'm saying I'm, if he's racist, I'm telling he, don't, you. he doesn't want anything to do with black people. He doesn't want them around his kids. He doesn't no, want them around. He don't want them at true. the golf clubs. He do not want them anywhere.
2: Would let, um,
4: but you're talking women, about doing slavery. I'm, I'm talking you, about this okay, thing. Okay, fine. New no, I'm talking no, no, about no, no. a new century. I'm talking
2: about like the 50s and They would have a black maid as a wet nurse feeding their white children. And but nah, Omar, no, problem. Omar isn't
1: talking about as a servant. He means like as a colleague. like I, as I'm okay. saying like as a friend, like, oh, this right. is my friend. Yeah, They're coming over dinner. Yeah. If you were, Just you it's, have like black Airbnb, right? it's like the Airbnb, right? It's like the Airbnb
4: situation where with a black girl, where the black girl tried to rent the apartment and, and, and they wouldn't let her. Mm-hmm. The white dude goes and do, gets the same apartment. He gets it. It's like that. However, Donald Trump hangs out with black people all the time and, and other races.
2: That doesn't he, make you not racist. I'm just saying that. I'm but sorry. what I'm
4: telling you, what I'm I love telling the blacks. you, <laughs> but what I'm telling you is, I love those people. What I'm telling you is that when you, you got to understand racism first. Like racism is something that's taught. Mm-hmm. So it's not something like, I, when you say, He's racist, that means he was born racist. No one's born racist. I, like, if, if he no was, if he felt it to his bone, he wouldn't deal with black people at all. That's at all. True. It there wouldn't be just as an opportunity. It just wouldn't be an opportunity. Okay. It would no, be. No.
0: That's it's just true. like,
4: and I'll tell you who has the who has really good racism is in Africa, where certain tribes don't deal with certain tribes, where right. they're like, right. "No, you're a, you're this tribe. I'm not dealing with you at all. No business. Mm-hmm. No nothing." Now that's racist. You know, this is actually yeah.
1: a, a a good discussion, and not even to play devil's advocate. Uh, I'm 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 placing something on hold. Brittany, do not let me forget because I want to circle back to something that you were saying uh, a moment ago because I, I want to touch back into that, but. To the point that Omar is making, though, I I, I do see th- the value in what it is that he's saying, and and I'll put it like this: I don't know if you saw uh, real time yesterday, Casey with Bill Maher. Yeah, no, I missed it. Okay, so um, he he goes on, you know, how he has this like final thought, mm-hmm. and the basic gist that of his final thought, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. I can't articulated the way he did but he was talking about liberals Mm -hmm. and basically where we're fucking up and and how we're losing and why we continue to lose and even part of why we lost this election so what he puts up are a series of tweets that very liberal very open-minded uh white people have made he put up one from um from oh my goodness uh uh What's the guy? Uh, b- not not Billy Crystal. He used to be on. Uh, he used to be on Saturday Night Live. I cannot think of his name right now. Steve Martin. Okay. Steve Martin said something about Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. that that honestly, when I read it, I didn't even think this was like red alarm, red flag. It was actually a very endearing comment. He caught flack from it because, oh, my God, you mentioned how beautiful you thought she was before you recognized her intelligence. Then he brings up when Justin Timberlake uh, was given Jesse Williams props during the BET Awards. And then he immediately had to retract it and apologize because he wasn't intending to appropriate black culture. And, oh, my God, I never wanted to do this. Chris Hemingsworth. Showed up to a uh is a that Thor, a uh, Thor. Okay, did, did did I say his name right? Yeah, no, you I did. think oh, okay. so. I just want to make sure uh, that yeah. all right, because right I was right. like,
2: "Fuck!" What I. I, I that's the right white guy. What's I'm thinking his
1: name, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna, so kudos to Ike because I thought I was gonna jack that up, <laughs> but uh, you know, he shows up to a, a Lone Ranger party dressed as an Indian, not really an Indian, but a Native American, catches flack. And he's very apologetic, and so Bill Maher is like, "You showed up to a Lone Ranger party. You could either be a, a cowboy, an Indian, or a fucking horse. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, so basically, what he's talking about is how we've entered this zone of ultra political correctness that that it's it's almost nullifying our value because we're so busy, scared, you know, afraid to to." step on people's toes that our points are becoming diluted and he was like but you know who doesn't apologize fucking republicans Mm -hmm. right like they they, now i'm not saying that we need to be brash like them but to the point that even omar is making is that as we're entering this ultra woke ultra conscious state we're we're becoming very hypersensitive to a lot of realities and so now as a black man I can't look at my black brothers and sisters and be like, dude, you need to fucking get on your game and step up. Oh, no, that's respectability politics. You feel what I'm saying? I can't make, honestly, and and this isn't even Omar's point, but I can't make an argument that appears to be on behalf of Steve Harvey without, oh, no, Steve Harvey is this. It's like we all are like like we all wear our race car. We all have race black cards. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we're quick to call someone a racist and they're not really a racist. Maybe they are a classist, like you said, mm-hmm. or maybe they're opportunistic. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like maybe they're like, I'm trying to make it this could, money. It, and if uh, I got to if I got to don the mask yeah. of appearing racist right now, like, no, really. I'm not racist. Like, I don't believe black people have to. I'm not a bigot either. I don't believe black people have tails and that they're inferior and that they're this and that they're that. No, I'm trying to make this money. And so if playing this role or or pushing this agenda benefits my bottom line, I'm going to push that agenda. But okay. what he's saying is that we can't get so caught up in. The specifics where we're like oh he's a racist no he's not because because and, and, and here's why you can't say that it's not because there's a fear of calling him a racist it's because you're grouping him in with those hillbillies no and, i'm not and he's he's more intelligent than that i agree with the that. hillbillies that, really do believe in that bullshit deal. he does Isaac,
2: i don't disagree with that i don't disagree with the point that uh bill maher was making about um You know, being hypersensitive about, you know, different things that are extra PC. However, the thing about it is we've also gotten to a place where I think most of us have have realized if we don't call it out, certain things are going to continue to happen. Like, for instance, with the Cleveland Indians, why the fuck is your mascot still this so can, I, can I speak on that?
1: Can I speak on it? Because he actually addressed that. Okay. They did a recent survey. Okay. Nine out of 10 yep. Indians or Native Americans mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. So okay. think, about that. think about cool. that Think, no, 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 no. think about that Think about that Isaac We, we, no, 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 no. we are making they this a big issue They don't
2: have to give a fuck That's not the issue
1: It kind of is though No it's not Let it me tell you is why it's not because, because Let it, me it, tell you why it's not it, it, it pulls not. your attention away from other shit yes. That's probably more relevant And that's relevant, fine they don't that we, have should, to, we should be caring about water in Flint, Michigan Absolutely But we're talking We're staging protests Okay let's just say About a fucking mascot Let's just say the Cleveland Indians
2: was a Cleveland nigga Let's just say it's a black guy and black things Thank you Let's just say it's that, okay? And black people, after hundreds of years, were like, it's fine. It's baseball. We don't give a shit. You can have whatever mascot you want. But because we've had this super ignorant-looking fucking mascot for all of these years, this is another symbol of why these people are not as important. The fact that this Dakota pipeline can be run through their sacred lands and don't get it fucked up. The the pipeline could have been put through those rich people's neighborhoods, but they shut that shit down and that's why they're going through the Dakota access. So, the fact that that symbol is there, that's the issue. It's so not so much about now, how Native Americans re- feel about it. No, no, no. I respect that. Because a lot of, a lot of black shit that happens, we like, okay, that's Do you think that the two
1: are interconnected? Because because once again, and when you and I what had this things? conversation, The 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 Cleveland Indians logo Mm-hmm. and the Dakota Pipeline. I don't. Do you think, I don't okay, so here's it's, the Cleveland Indians no, no, not derogatory. Because, because Cleveland Indians is not derogatory. I don't think it's
2: directly affected, but it is one of those things that symbolically makes those people look as though we can treat them any fucking way that we want to. That's but not okay. You could not totally have a blackface. I totally agree with the
4: Dakota Pipeline, but I don't think Cleveland Indians is, is derogatory. So that, That's almost so that like bl- having a picture of Kevin Hart saying the. The Cleveland Browns, or something like that. Or, so, if it was the show, the black, the black,
2: that was smiling, blackish, or with like the show Lives, That would be cool. No,
0: but that that's not There's what that no character dif- looks like. Yes, though. it
2: does. He's smiling like an idiot. It, it's it, a cartoon. It looks, it looks terrible. Also, you may not
4: like the logo, but I don't Also, think it's they're derogatory. not from India. so let's, I don't think it's derogatory. Okay. But there yeah, are other sports teams we can get disagree. after. But there are other sports teams that we can get the Blackhawks
2: need to go. All that shit needs to go.
1: I
4: think they were cool with the Blackhawks, wasn't they?
2: You, okay. Yeah, the they Blackhawks make, they is they a they tribe. They may be cool with all of it. Look at me over here defending Chicago what, like, <laughs> man, it, them
1: it, niggas got
4: three championships. I'm tell you. It's, <laughs> it's, it's with Watch yourself, red Casey. Yes. <laughs> it's the same thing with the
3: Washington um, Redskins. Right. Right. Okay. Now,
4: right. that's they, derogatory. Yeah. Okay. Because so redskin No, because Redskins mean to scalp an Indian, and that's what that meant. I mean, the Native Americans, <gasps> they would scalp them, and they call it Redskins. You cool with one and not the other. but I think the Indians is not derogatory. It's just like a little Indian little cartoon character
3: if it was if it was Cleveland um, Africans
4: Jigaboos if right. it was the Cleveland Jigaboos no,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> if it was if Cleveland it, blacks the Cleveland if it was porch Monkeys, blacks, the Cleveland
4: blacks if it was porch blacks, the Cleveland it was porch blacks would be a problem and it was Ice Cube face on it I'd be, I'd be like that's cool the problem would is you <laughs> open up the door
3: <laughs> oh my this is why uh, we uh, can't uh, the, be for you, you, but you I'm up just say, door, I don't uh, think uh, it's
4: derogatory no it is
3: though it
2: is exactly you said an injustice to some is an injustice to all is that the
1: quote but it is but right so let's gender file the bathrooms too and 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 okay. this is this Keep is on. where I know right we bought about we bought the regrets we bought
4: the to <laughs> we're
2: so hold on we're thirty five minutes and in and I have deal. not even entered you have
4: not uh, you got a new podcast hold
1: pause. On. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: To the Tequila Tales Unleashed. I am your host, Casey Alana. I'm here with my co host, Brittany. And we are here with our guest host, Omar.
4: Yo, 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 yo.
2: And I am,
4: I am here.
2: I Paul, the greatest host of all time.
4: Oh, thank you.
2: Yes, yeah, the know it all himself. Oh. Tequila, oh.
4: Who also was in Ghost Dad, if you guys don't remember. <laughs> I <know he> was. <laughs>
2: so ignorant but we've been on this tangent and about clearly, various right? different things
1: that's the problem um, with starting the mics
0: early man I know, right? get we got little hot, little we've hot, it right? hot ourselves. We've cut his, his balls off i'm gonna cut his balls off
2: yeah but um
0: just before we
2: get too far in i do want to make <laughs> a quick announcement that we have been uh we've spoken about on the last couple of podcasts but our Tequila Tales anniversary here in Chicago is on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Yeah. Yes. It is at a location called The Basement.
1: And you know what? That sounds sexy, does
2: It's it? very sexy. It is the like sexiest the basement, venue right? we've like, ever been Like, I don't even want to
1: make it sound ratchet, Casey. Because, you know, think about the best parties back mm-hmm. in high school. Basement parties. Were they parties, not in basement? Basement parties by Makeout oh sessions. Yeah.
2: They call you feel what I'm saying? They call them kickbacks now.
1: Oh, really? Is really?
2: They, is yeah, they I think so. My high school cousin, right, well, she up called them a kickback. Up high, up high for
1: <laughs> getting the young slang, because <laughs> right. I be feeling like I'm doing something when I say on fleek. And, I, I, and you know what, I feel like an old that nigga that when should I never say, oh, say don't oh do please. it. Omar, I only do don't. it when I want to feel don't. old in front of... Just, just older people, <laughs> right? Like I mean, no, they're already not. old. I want to be like, man, is this on fleek?
2: Right? No, it's not. You know, no but just, just The, the just basement is spelled B A S S, like base. Base. So I thought that was kind of dope. Yeah, it's it's all
4: about that dope. base, about that base. You're no such a white trouble. girl.
2: Like Thank on the low. you. <laughs> I appreciate
4: that. <laughs> There's nothing like being a white girl in America, man. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you telling?
2: Right. They <laughs> out
1: here winning. White winning. They stay
4: winning.
1: What did Patrice O'Neill say, man? The God. value of white he said white women are valuable. He's like, Man, if I if I ever get uh stranded on a boat, he's like he gonna either have a white woman or a white baby on the keychain. <laughs> he gonna he gonna attach a white baby <laughs> on the
4: keychain with Ugg boots.
0: Aww. You know <laughs> he a like, funny story. <laughs> he you know
4: it's a funny uh, story awesome. and it's a true story. I was at work and this and this white girl's like she's like, Yeah, I was driving through this neighborhood and I didn't know where I was at. And I got on the phone and said, I am a white woman,
0: and I am lost. (laughs) No shit.
4: Are you serious? No way. And said the police came right away. Are you serious? Yeah, she admitted to it. I said, man, that's nice. I wish That's I had a card it. like that in my pocket. Right. I'm so. a black man, and I'm in the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> even if you said I'm a white woman, I'm like, nah, nigga, you got a seven-seven-three phone here number. Go, I'm bro. sorry, bro. But imagine if our black card was like that. You just pull it out. I'm a black man. That'd be awesome. Well, we and do. I'm in a hood. Does we it? do have a black card. They believe you in a while. there. Like you live here, bro. <laughs> They're They're like, <laughs> we, sir,
1: what's the emergency? No, right. no, no. We do have a black card, and I think sometimes it kicks into play when you don't even realize. But it. But let's be Honest, people use the
4: black card the, at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, all oh, the time. Oh, oh, so the, the black time. card is dead.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> sometimes. It's not, hold on. It's before assumed. you
2: before you get into it. Before listeners, just FYI Uh-oh. for tickets to because oh, i was about to get into Let's some shit and target. I was like, let me just yes. finish this. Got to pay the bills, uh, boo. Yes. So if you want tickets to the event. The four-year anniversary of the Tequila Tales. Go to rsvp. dot Do not put www in front of it because it will not take you there. But you can get tickets there. And just FYI, like we're almost What's halfway that? What's that? sold. What's that address again? Rsvp. Okay. dot thetequilatales. Okay. dot com.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So still dot com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So get oh, your tickets oh, before they sell. Oh, out, and Casey, can, I, go. can I tap in yes, on please. some Britney shit? Because this Absolutely. is what Britney do when she be letting niggas <laughs> know like the truth, right? Right, right. Casey's not bullshitting when she no. says we're halfway done. Like I could I could show y'all the stats.
2: It's like two weeks out and we It's two weeks two out. and a half weeks out. Right. Yeah.
1: But here's the deal though. And this is and, and okay, so for a moment, because sometimes it sounds like we high post but this really isn't about high posting. Are you sure? No, it's not. and I'm going to tell you why. The reason that we did three weeks out and the reason that we've even created the package is because until a few shows ago, we always had a free option and then we had uh, the pay if you want to guarantee your seating. Right. We're four years in. Mm -hmm. We've done cruises. Mm -hmm. We've had presidents of uh, cable networks that are affiliated with us now, Mm -hmm. like, you know, sponsorship, like... This is no longer a game. And we listened to our fans Mm. and we went back to a more intimate environment. Right. So we're no longer at Promontory, which has a maximum capacity of four or five hundred. Yeah. Or we can pack three hundred plus in. Right. We're at a spot where our maximum occupancy is less than half of that because people wanted the intimate discussion again right right. so this is going to be a very elite crowd Mm -hmm. and it's also our four-year anniversary right it's also our official Four year anniversary mm-hmm. and it's also Valentine's Day. No, so if you're with a really couple, do. if you're with your girl, if you're with your guys, whatever, that day you don't want to be at the crib alone. No, so this is all I'm saying, Casey, and it's the only reason why I made this point because for our listeners that are Chicago based, mm-hmm. I know how y'all like to roll. Y'all cool with me? You cool with Brittany? You cool with the Jessicas? You fuck with Omar? Casey is your girl don't holler at us inside that last week because there's nothing I can do there's for you left. there's nothing I can do for you do yeah. you understand we're gonna have a, no I'm not gonna name drop because then I will sound like I'm high post yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna do that we're gonna have some people in here so there's a certain piece of space that's just sectioned off mm-hmm. for business yeah. people that need to see the show Then you know there's a couple of loyals or whatever, but honestly, even with that, our loyals could fill this spot up on their own. The only way we can guarantee we know you want to be in the building is that you got to get a ticket. Mm -hmm. This ain't this ain't you know. To to add to that, I have to put it out there, Casey, because people get upset and it feels like we on some. Oh, these niggas trying to be on some new shit. No, it's not that. It's we've shown people love in the past and they don't show up that day and then we end up forfeiting that space for someone that wanted to participate so now if you want to be there them tickets are not expensive we're not gonna play this broke shit (laughs) with i'm serious and i'm putting that i'm being real we're not gonna play that broke shit like y'all don't know tequila tales ain't the shit and it ain't worth why are you looking at me when you say that (laughs) Because, nigga, to, you to, still owe me $5 <laughs> from the listen,
4: last anniversary. You, you said it. you got to me. You said you got
2: me. To add to that, I want to also reach out to uh, every week we have new listeners in various different places. So there's a shit ton of you who may have no idea what we're talking about or what the Tequila Tales is. Uh, just to get a description of the Tequila Tales, head to our, our website at com. And if you want it in your city... Hit us up at info at the com and uh, we will, you know, try to make that happen.
3: Yeah, see what we could do.
2: You know, because we, I think Isaac's going to be in Pennsylvania in a couple of months. Somebody reached out to him trying to get the show there. So, yeah, Yeah. pretty dope. Uh, But, yeah, let's jump into the topic.
1: So, Casey, got a question for you.
2: Me
0: specifically?
1: You specifically. Okay. Would what, what I call your name if I was talking to Omar or Brittany? Please don't. Do I look at you and say, hey, Casey? And you this. say me specifically? We're not doing this. Go ahead. <laughs> Shit. It's like a nigga call you, uh, yeah, who you here to reach? <laughs> Bitch, how many people uh, <laughs> answering your cell phone? You know I'm talking to you. Shut up. Anyway, Casey. Yep. Back to my sexy voice. Lord. What happens when two sides refuse to meet?
2: When two sides refuse to meet, yes. In what way? What do you mean?
4: You asking too many damn. <laughs> questions. But I mean, yeah, that sounds. How weird. about? Are you talking about a, a plate on Thanksgiving? Right. Like two sides. Because <laughs> I don't like my food to, to touch. Me, so. Yeah. Like. To
3: are me, you like, talking me? like you know when you have like two magnets but they like they won't touch
2: mm.
4: because won't okay.
3: touch,
1: one the at plus least, one. at least Britney goes. <laughs> metaphoric
3: <laughs> like they push hey go hey
1: go Casey, what you mean
2: I mean what can I ask you, you to the, elaborate You the
1: person you the person that walks in and be like y'all hiring <laughs> You that nigga <laughs> ain't you and shit <laughs> Y'all hiring
0: Uh <laughs> I no would, we're not no I
1: we're would not ask straight out if <laughs> It's I like need two a job. niggas up in the whole warehouse he <laughs> <laughs> like nah, man we we good we good we got this What uh, I'm okay, talking so about Okay so I guess
2: if we're talking about from okay. a relationship perspective or something Right if two sides refuse to meet I'm guessing romantically, um, that would cause friction. So, Right. Right. So if you're, you know, if you guys disagree on something, if you don't have a communicative relationship where you can talk about things openly, it's probably not going to get very far.
1: I like how you say communicative because you could have said communicative. It's kind of like Caribbean or Caribbean. Okay. Or Carribean. potato. Or potato. <laughs> <I don't>,
3: right. <laughs> There's no such thing as Caribbean. <laughs> Caribbean. What? Caribbean.
1: Or Caribbean. Or Caribbean. Caribbean Queen. Oh, but just we're sharing Caribbean. the same vocals. Okay. I said Caribbean. Is that what I said? That is not what I yes, said, girl. You've been drinking too saying. much. We had to rewind. Rewind it. the transcripts. <laughs> no uh, anyway. What I well, okay, so thank you, Casey, for finally playing along and I, trying to, you know. Listen, anyway. I can so, ask
2: questions to the question. What
1: I'm trying to figure out is how does a couple find themselves like unwilling to compromise? Mm.
2: It usually happens in early stages I feel like. Because once you've kind of gotten into the one year, two year phase you've gotten to know that person enough to know what they think about certain things and where their values are and X, Y, and Z. But if you started and you're like two months in and all of a sudden you find out this motherfucker is conservative I, as hell and you're liberal as hell on certain things though, right? Cause you can be liberal, but be, um, black and in the church. And so your, your views on abortion and, um, gay marriage and things like that are very conservative so from a compromise perspective there are certain people who like I know that you're liberal on regular social issues but if you're super conservative in those areas I'm hardcore feminist and you're not going to tell me that I can't be pro-choice so I this actually, relationship isn't
3: going to work out right I actually think that the unwilling to compromise with each other actually comes later in the relationship, not Mm. in the beginning. Okay. I think in the beginning of the the relationship, um, you're a little bit more uh, understanding, not necessarily understanding, but forgiving of Mm. shit. Or Mm. you Mm. pretend to be. Or you pretend to be like Mm. it's okay. You let it slide. Right, because other things are more, you know, you're more excited about. Right, exactly. And it's not until that switch is turned on where shit gets real like you know that honeymoon phase is Mm -hmm. over you guys are now living with each other and now it's time to be adults and it's time to live kind of in that reality right so you may still be honeymooning in love but all of the things that you were forgiving about before Mm -hmm. it's real because you're with this person every day so instead That's where a lot of relationships, I feel like, start to butt heads because things that maybe should have been addressed from the beginning are now... Foreign to both of them, it's like, okay, wait a minute. When did you? I I love liver and onions. Ha- when did you not eat liver and onions? I made you liver. and Brittany, Brittany, you like, that's, hold, that's up. About, hold up. That's a real life situation.
1: And when we turn, when we turn, we <laughs> turn this <laughs> off, yes, <laughs> no. she's gonna explain to us. I'm not. Well, gonna make this like right. Now, I think she, she talked she about this one has, time. She talked had about Britain.
0: it two times. remember? She said
1: liver yeah. and onions at least four times. No, but she talked about the time she dating the guy
4: and they moved in together. And he he thought it was a woman's job to take out the trash. And she totally disagreed with it. Can you elaborate on on that situation? <laughs> that was like a role reversal you were t- telling us was about a year ago.
2: Really? Is he Are you serious? His face looks serious, but I don't think he's serious. I never He's talked not, about that his, his face is not moving. well remember you were saying you were dating seconds.
4: a manager from TCF Bank
3: <laughs> okay and no, that's a lie that's an alternative <laughs> <No>. fact <laughs> that's an alternative <laughs> fact alternative fact alternative, alternative fact. you see the facts. look that all of us was giving. <laughs> all my life we always oh at gosh. it <laughs> like <laughs> <I> didn't <laughs> just say that I didn't and he kept that. a
1: straight no, face no but Brittany real he
2: talk we need to find out what happened with I'm not joking with that
1: but 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 okay so 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 she's like that's my go
0: to phrase my go to you should never you eat like, liver and onions. I don't like right. liver and onions.
1: No, but two things. No one uh should. One, uh, I need you, Brittany. This, this is your responsibility before the end of this podcast okay. is to remind me that there was a question that I wanted to ask you about something that you said in the earlier part uh, as it related to... When we was talking about that Trump stuff, you know, and oh. and like like how you didn't like that Chrisette Michelle, mm. you no, know, because because I know because because there is a question, and I addressed it earlier, and I was like, oh shit, I gotta ask her this because you made a good point. I'm almost sure, but I, I, I wanna you guys but but I do want to follow up. But this next question is directed towards you too, and and I'm anxious to hear uh, your feedback from this one. So how how did you develop? your let's let's call them non-negotiables right and mm. so what i mean by mm. that is like like was this something that you learned through experience or was it handed down from someone else yeah. so and those what things are that they? like and just straight they? like right right and and what, what are, are they, they? Right. the non-negotiables them areas where it's like nope nah i uh-huh. can't do it
3: You know, it's funny because shit that's handed down, shit that you see or hear, like your parents tell you, like, you never want this to happen or you never want to do this, you never want to do that. You hear it, but then you're like, I'm kind of on the fence because I haven't really been through it, so I don't know how it would affect me. So for me specifically, my non-negotiables come from experience, actually living in that moment, trying to compromise myself to deal with it, and then realizing when I spaz. And how I mm. hold on to shit because I am not forgiving. And I've learned that like over the last couple of years.
1: So so the non-negotiables now, just be straight up. Is it too personal for you to share? Can you no. share like one or two with us? Like what are what are some of the things where you're like, when I see this in a relationship, I just know off the top, this ain't going to work, this don't okay. vibe Funny with me. you
3: mentioned the trash situation because that's actually a real situation that I had to deal with. But I've never mentioned it before.
1: <laughs> Omar a fucking psychic over it. <laughs> you know, and he did that <laughs> one in The pass. past. was like, yeah, we used to live in Chatham. And he right. laughed And you like, Well actually I used to live like right off of ninety uh, fifth. Like niggas <laughs> like what?
3: <clears throat> so I'm big on um role responsibilities like in a house, right? Um, because I grew up with that. Like, you know, my mother cooked, you know, my dad did all of the heavy lifting and, you know, that was his thing. If she went grocery shopping, he would go to the car, get her groceries. She wouldn't have to take the groceries in. he go, p- till today, goes and fills up her car, puts gas in it for her for the week and, and so forth. Okay. So I've had to deal with being that, you know, a little bit of both sides, especially having kids, too. Mm-hmm. I've been like the man and the woman in the mm-hmm. house. Okay. And at this point, at 31, that's a non negotiable for me. I don't mind doing certain things like taking out trash and mopping floor, shit like that. But he better reach for the shit first. Mm. He better say, babe, I got the trash.
4: Hey,
0: don't man. take the trash. I totally I agree will with say, you.
3: I will say, say, no, Brittany. babe, it's only a little bit and I'm leaving the trash can right there. I'll take mm-hmm. it because that's in me to do it. But you better reach for it first, motherfucker. <laughs> Especially with mopping the floor. Like my mother never mopped the floor. I found that in my last two relationships... When I cleaned, I cleaned everything. I took trash out. I mopped floors. I put shit together. Like I was it, you know. Like outside of him, actually, you know, making some money and paying some bills. Shit, I was the <laughs> motherfucker that was in the house doing right, all that right. shit that we should have been doing collectively. Honestly, okay. so that's one of my non-negotiables.
4: Can mm-hmm. I jump in there real quick? I, right. This is just a random question, but I think about this. So if the man brings in majority of the money. Does he relinquish some of those duties?
3: Hell no, you mopping floors, motherfucker. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute.
4: Oh, shit, wait a minute. Oh, no. shit, wait a minute.
1: You had an issue? like Oh, you felt duties. like the man
3: should be mopping the floors? Yeah. because well, oh, her okay. dad
1: mopped the floors. Is oh, your dad, dad mopped the floors. Yeah, I right. Oh, okay, because I didn't know. if a uh, Wait a minute. So is a mopping the floor a man duty?
2: I don't know that that's no, no, no. a sexual <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> no, no, thing. no. Because washing the dishes
1: is totally
4: some woman shit. No, no. Is it? No, no. Is it? No, no. Right, you we're about to get in trouble. I think you're about to get in trouble. That's wrong. You
0: slut shaming. You the cleaning, here's, the deal, it. here's the deal. With the, mop, <laughs> a, <here's> the deal <laughs>
3: with the mopping of the floor, right? Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Um, it's usually a heavier, <laughs> it's usually a heavier job, a more physical okay. On, okay. job, a more physical job especially, job, especially especially yeah. depending yeah. on the mop you get and,
1: if and you and ain't it, got it, and 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 honestly, floor, Brittany, how big your floor, how big your floor is. Brittany, honestly, all bullshit. and I was giving you static. My grandfather used to always mop the floor, And my grandfather, to my knowledge, is the epitome of what a man is supposed to be. So, so. So, yeah, he, he's I, a good, I he's a good, he's that. a good yeah. man.
4: Too. I got you yeah. on that. And I then just,
3: I'll I, I just fucking
4: with you because I was like, but I, mean, I, want, I, want, I want you to address look, my question. Right, and right. and I want to be honest with and this. Like, What about if, Swiffer? If, 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 if <laughs> the man or the woman, like either or, like <laughs> if you're the majority of, of and you Bread bring wear. in most of the money and you bring in most of the money in the household and you contribute more, should that relinquish you from duties around the house? Let me
3: tell you something. Let me tell you why that's not ever. why that never should happen and why no woman or man should allow that to happen let me tell you allow what specific any any duties relinquished in the household just because you make more money because you are in a position where you are bringing in more than your other partner correct here's the reason why you decide to cohabitate with boy A okay and boy A makes more money than you Okay, cool. You guys make this decision together to live together. Living together and running a household takes more than money. Yes. And then when you incorporate children into that shit. Yes. Fuck your money, fam. Yeah. Raising kids is just as difficult. I need you to help me and mop that fucking floor and take them goddamn trash out. And then on top of that, too... Hey, pull them clothes out dry it too, so and put them on so, the bed. So I'm gonna I challenge. I'm gonna challenge, I, I I gonna challenge that. I think that you all. I'm gonna challenge go that. I think no, both I'm a, parties I'm, and I'm gonna support to, it. I think so. both parties need to work together. I don't care just because you make more money. Mm-hmm. Now, if your schedule is heavy
0: and sure. you're away
3: from the home because of your job, mm-hmm. then as your partner, I will pick up more slack to keep the house going. So I wasn't going to make, that. I, I was speaking more on a granular
4: level. So, so here's what I'm gonna go with. Here's what I'm saying. So let's say you're dating a guy, or whatever. He's making three, four hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know you have your salary, his salary. Okay. But you could be dating someone that's making forty thousand dollars a year. Sure. So to your point, like, yeah, you motherfuckers need to, you. You both need to chip in <laughs> right, because you right. can't afford certain things. But if you're dating a guy that's making three hundred thousand. You may have a maid. He can you have, may he have can hire a housekeeper. Right. You can ha- have these things where he shouldn't have to pitch in on certain things that's 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 what i'm asking but like, if, if
2: but if the housekeeper or whatever it is that he hired is taking some of the pressure off of me because i'm either taking care of the kids or i'm doing s y and z then that's sufficient as well but just meaning that just because you're working so, you shouldn't pitch in at all right so not. but the
4: thing is it's if a relationship is 50 yep. 50 then it would be okay for him and expect you to go 50 50 on all the bills right
2: uh, no, that's not okay. What so that now that's not so now that no. that's let a me, double standard. Me, no, no, you, it is. No, me, that is a double
4: it, not. Me, standard now. it's Sometimes women
2: actually more so now women are the are the breadwinner. Let and me tell you something. That's not expected from
3: them. Let me tell you something. What 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 from me? Hold up. Yeah.
1: Well, but 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 wait a minute. And, ahead, and remember exactly what you're going to say, Brittany, because. To your point, Casey. Mm-hmm. And, like and and, to and I mad. was I, I was gonna go but 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 I was gonna go back to a conversation that we had when we were talking about insecure mm-hmm. right. and one of the biggest exactly. issues that we had exactly. with Lawrence was the fact yep. that he wasn't working. And what Ultra made him a bum was the yep. fact that he wasn't helping out around. Uh-huh. House. You, uh-huh. you, you feel what I'm saying? The so, home of double standards. So, no, 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 it's not a so double standard. No, but no one said he
2: had case. to do everything around. Let me the house. tell you something. That's well, no, what well, our he did Hold well, on, you guys. Well, got.
4: no,
1: he didn't, yeah. but, but it, it, it wasn't expected that he – and, and he didn't. And, and, and to Omar's point, when, when he called him a garbage dude – he wasn't calling him a garbage dude because he was down on his luck. He was calling him a garbage dude because he was like, he's not carrying his weight around the house but because the he's not giving this. So to Omar's right. point, so if, if a woman not yeah. saying a woman is making sixty and you're making two fifty. He's saying I'm making enough money to where you are you don't have to work at all. So if you don't have to work at all, if if a man is making three to four fifty, he can probably bankroll the woman being there. So for Her to all of a sudden be like, well, how come you're not doing this around the house? And How come you're not doing this? Because she wouldn't ask that if she has a housekeeper.
3: Here's the deal. Listen.
1: But why does it have to be a housekeeper if he's contributing so much that affords her to live a certain degree of it? it, it, I I guess it all depends on how you're right. And I think people are
4: looking at that. Like when you think about if you're making thirty five thousand dollars a year. And, and and you and you and equal. you have a home <laughs> and you have a home, right? A home? It, you ain't, you, ain't, you <laughs> don't have own, you don't own <laughs> a home, bro. <laughs> you <laughs> but rent. you think about it. So <laughs> you, got a, you got a room. So yeah, the reason why I chose thirty five thousand because that's the average salary across America, right? Yeah, no, that's it. the average salary of a household. Okay. So if you're making thirty five thousand, right? Mm-hmm. You have to do everything yeah. in the house already. So you meet a meet someone and they escalate you to a, a higher level. Right. You feel like that dude or that woman should share the responsibilities in the household? That's the question.
3: Yes. If you are. But why? If you're, if you're bringing a person in and you guys are sharing this space, both parties need to contribute to the livelihood of that space. Now, but if, but if
4: relinquish you- some duties. They can't relinquish some duties. they should be split 50 50 50. they They should be split 50
2: 50 50, but that's what i'm asking like relinquishing some duties okay let me let me give you an example i have a cousin sorry to cut you off Brittany. i know you've been trying to make a point for like an hour um but i (laughs) i have (laughs) a i have a cousin who uh her fiance is a truck driver Mm -hmm. okay and at one point she was not working she's working now but they have a toddler she's three three is that a toddler still
4: yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. So
2: I don't know the. I don't know the verbiage. Does he speak anyway, English? She does. <laughs> Thank she you. does. It's my godchild. Get your life. So, um, if if my cousin is raising the child and cleaning the house, do you mean that when her fiance comes home from driving an eighteen hour shift, at no point before he takes his next shift should he contribute to the household besides money? How often
1: is he driving an eighteen hour shift? A and, couple and times a week. Wait a minute. Because 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 this is a question that I had mm-hmm. now, you know, in to 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 a very large degree, Brittany, I I challenge your point. But I, I do agree with the 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 principle of what you're saying in a sense of because because. If if you're a wife and a mom, that is a 24-hour job. And so I understand that. Like, you don't get... In ways
2: uh, that a father can't And I'm not
4: taking away from that either. I I, I I didn't take away from that. that. I'm talking about two people. I'm I'm not talking about a family. Right. I'm not talking about children. It does not
3: matter. But if
4: we want to bring children into it, I can make it even... I can. can,
3: Hold on. Let her make her point before you bring in the kids. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) It does not matter. Two people are living in a household. Mm-hmm. It does not matter just because the man or the woman makes more money, that means that they just can lay around because they're bringing in more money. Mm-hmm. No, both parties need to contribute. Now, if this woman is making four hundred and five hundred thousand dollars a year, which allows for the man not to work, or vice versa, then your your full-time job, sweet pea, <laughs> is the house. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then at that point, I yeah. can see the switch off. Because the other person isn't working. So you're home. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything else. You ain't finna be running in the street.
4: Well, that's what I'm saying. If you make it $35,000, you ain't doing shit anyway. You you should pick up some extra duties. No,
3: (laughs) the point is that both parties are working regardless of what their jobs (laughs) are. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. that. They
2: both need to contribute. But you know what, hold up. I I read an article from a a stay-at-home mom it, she was even a mother there was a child involved but she was she was very honest she's like just fyi like being a homemaker especially when your baby is very small and they sleep most of the day that should ain't hard like she just right right she was straight and that, up and, and honest the guy with the fact that she's like i know my husband works harder than i do right. like i can only and clean that, my house so much point.
1: that was the point that that, uh, that i that i personally want to make but okay. but britney's clarification made a lot of sense because let's be honest and and I'm not even just going to jump on the side of, of women just on some weak sauce shit but it's real. You know women are working just as much if not more than men nowadays and then they're still expected to Oh, you Oh, you can't that's cook, you can't do this, you can't right. do that. No, exactly. Women, women, get, mom, a, women, so women like, get a
4: hard rap. You know, get a hard rap. And, 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 and I don't know about that's y'all, not even a discussion. but I'm tired I, I thinking get that, about right. my
3: week next week. And I, Listen, right, and I, have and I get, I, fucking I get I'm, I'm sure that. you're
4: tired <laughs> because you're a woman yeah. with kids and you're black. I'm just a man. I'm black and I'm tired of shit. Right. But let me, let me also tell
2: you about, right. let me so also get, tell you, I do get that. Let I me tell that. you about, um, something I personally came, but I actually, I was having a conversation with Brittany. She was asking me about my birthday, which is coming up on February 4th. So if you guys oh wow celebrate, really just, uh, uh, just you, you know, shameless like plug, like, there's nothing right. happening. I just want everybody She's to talk, looking right. Right. Like She's looking for likes <laughs> America. Right.
4: She's looking for the um, likes birthday. But, you
2: know, Brittany would get so upset with me because she, she is one of those friends Who will actively try to help you plan your birthday? She is aggressively. Oh my god! But she, she I didn't hear from her Um, (laughs) because she don't care about you.
0: Uh, Exactly. The
2: cool thing is that as her friend, it is. It's so amazing to have somebody be like, oh my God, look, we need to figure this shit out.
3: What the fuck? Well, because she's very last minute. Okay, then right. Let me, mm. She's Britney, like my mother. I'm not done. Let me finish. Okay, because I have point. something to say about <laughs> the shit that she does. But the point
0: is- Spilling tea. I Y'all
1: spilling to, tea all over the laptop right Right. Now. I
2: had to explain to her that a big part of the reason why it's hard for me to make a decision is because at work, in my position, I have decision-making fatigue.
4: Are you the decider? I mm. am
2: the decider at work. So <laughs> much of what I do is about decision making. I don't physically work very hard at my job, but I'm always. You never
4: go on record with that one.
2: Well, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get fired.
4: I'm going to send that shit to her <laughs> damn CEO. CEO,
2: Right. He's going to be like, bitch, you ain't
4: doing shit. Right.
2: All this, so anyway. All but, I'm saying. It, but, I
4: think you work hard. Being the supervisor at Aldi is not <laughs> easy. It's not. <laughs> Because every I once in, in a while, man, them the people with aggressive <laughs> diarrhea, like right. produce is, is a big factor in America. It's a
2: struggle. But the point is, Anytime when, you hear about I, aggressive diarrhea. when I come home, I am exhausted not only from, no. you know, just kind of doing things, but it, it can be decision-making Cue fatigue. Cue the violin. So, stop. So when I, so <laughs> the when, I, when the right. Can you pull your shit together, sorry, please? Sorry. So when I'm having these discussions with my significant other about, like, what do you want to do for dinner? I'm like, Oh my God, you have no idea how much I don't give a fuck. Like, d- whatever you want. Like, I don't care because I'm so tired from having to make decisions and being the final decision maker all day long and that nigga
1: like man why I, don't you cook a steak I have an yeah, answer like why don't you make them <laughs> steak? I have a solution for that <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have a solution okay fill your freezer with fish sticks that's, mm. um, that um, that's shit gonna will be,
0: that's gonna be a no for me no, no I'm telling you it will help shit. you think <laughs> of something <laughs> right <have> some really
2: <laughs> it's gonna be a it's no for me hey what do you want for dinner
4: I don't know I don't know alright putting these fish sticks in it's like no 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 I want sushi I want sushi <laughs> Right let's order
2: From the Thai place Around
3: the corner <laughs> That is some Fair play shit that is That's some fun. fair play This is shit.
4: real shit yeah. That That's motivates funny. people That's funny That's <laughs> funny. No
3: but then she'll Cause see this has happened I've been a victim of this A victim Of fish sticks a vi- No Stop. Of her not wanting To make a decision Ass. when it comes To I her apologize. birthday I've She you will know what? birthday will come yeah. It will come mm-hmm she'd be like it's my birthday and, and I'd be all, like I know I said happy birthday and, and I'd be like why didn't you post a picture of how come, of my how come like, nobody wanted to no do one it? no one planned anything nobody I just planned don't understand none. like I just feel like are we friends I've never said it's that like, to you it's,
1: it's been something that's oh been very much in the realm I'm maybe like, not verbatim nigga. but she just totally
2: Isaac have I said we that to you ever because both of you birthday
3: you didn't want to make a decision so here we that's your
1: energy of acting aloof about some shit and then when Something, but see, that's the Aquarian in you, yeah, right? Like, is that th- oh, that piece in you wants to be all aloof, like,
3: eh, it's know, whatever, it's, my it's whatever, that shit oh, ain't she important. Goes. Here she goes. I'm bigger than that, and goes. then the Leo I, side of her
1: that. come year. out, like, it's another year, I'm not big on my birthday, don't understand how awesome I am.
3: <laughs> and you guys didn't plan anything, I mean, dinner, something, damn, I don't get it. Are we friends, like, <laughs> right. Okay,
2: Brittany, I'm gonna let you have this. I didn't say that, but we gonna talk.
3: Needless to say, I plan something next week. Okay, the great. bitch has an itinerary. <laughs> so, yes.
1: so Brittany for the win. Omar, Jesus, yes, sorry. And this is a this is a this is a fun question. Oh, to just ask in case Omar. y'all didn't know, Uh-oh. real
2: quick uh, the the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast has been hijacked by Isaac yet again. So he is leading this. Decision. Oh, shit. Oh,
1: I didn't realize I was leading it. You I are. was just, you know. I appreciate that because I, have, well, listen, I man, had no notes. I had a good day. That's all I'm saying, man. You know. Sitting <laughs> here dressed Big time, car, big though. man. Big time corporations <laughs> call me out, man, to moderate discussions ah, and shit, man. And, ah. you know. Hey, hey, it just it is what it is, hey. man. You know, sometimes, man, God, God is good. That's all I'm saying. All all it. All Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Bless the savor. Uh God is good? All the all time. time. All right. That's and what all I'm the saying. time. God, God is, is good. good. Praise okay. Him.
2: <laughs>
4: Praise Praise him.
1: Lord. Uh Omar. And this is a fun question for you. Don't ask
4: me no questions. <laughs> Have you okay, ever been sure.
1: arguing with someone and looked up? and realized i don't even want to ask you this bullshit have you ever been arguing with someone and looked up and realized it was nonsensical
0: mm.
1: just didn't make any sense you like know, i'm oh, arguing okay. and you're just like fuck like why are we even i call that a deliverance moment
3: no <laughs> i've been delivered in the middle of an argument i've been delivered i've been delivered, delivered. I've been delivered. <laughs> you look up and you go you know what mm, when I i'm in that situation
4: the first thing, the, 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 the thing that's going on in my head is cash me outside. How about now?
3: Let's
0: see. <laughs> <laughs> expound, so, please. Expound. We, yeah. <laughs> Catch me outside. This is why we can't rise up as a about people. How <laughs> right, right.
4: Watching
3: that fuck so, shit. Yeah, so,
4: uh, yes. Because I think you know, I think people don't actually listen. And, and what I mean by that is when you, you know, I know I'm dropping. I know if I, here's the thing about me. If I don't know something about something, I usually shut up. Like okay. I don't, I don't really, I don't argue about it, <laughs> <That> <laughs> but if I good. know something about it Maybe. and well, I got I some facts in my passed. pocket, okay, I'm going to continue the conversation. But when I see the other person is just going off their opinion, then that's what I'm usually looking at them like, okay, this conversation is going nowhere because you're speaking off how you feel, uh, not about the facts. And 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 that's a, the problem with our president right now. Like he speaks off how he feels. He's question. not speaking from facts. Got a question. Please. Let's spin that a little bit. Let's spin, spin it. it. Spin, spin it, it, boo-boo. Spin okay. it.
3: So you just responded to that question from more so of um, just an everyday type of, type of feel like if you're talking to somebody and you realize they don't know much about that situation you kind of back up off of it because you know they're not as great as you in that moment because you know what the fuck you're talking about have you ever been in a relationship and had that moment where that was a deciding factor whether or not the relationship could continue or Mm. not have you ever just kind of like
1: and I know he has. I'm wondering say if he's going to be that honest. Again. Yeah, say one that one again. About the moment. Have you
3: ever been in a relationship? Shit.
4: She just and got fucking heavy. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying he to hear. I'm sorry. It
3: okay. If you have you ever been in a relationship with someone, another female? And you <laughs> it were, wouldn't be a male. <laughs> okay, a male. <laughs> I, <hope so. laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> well, you know. You know. But clarify. have you ever been just having a conversation with um, said female? And in the middle of that conversation, you realize continuing the conversation or even continuing the relationship didn't make any sense anymore. Mm. Mm. Your light bulb, did it ever go off? Do you know? Like y'all been
1: vibing for a moment. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, like y'all been vibing and you get engaged in this argument and you have that aha moment like, oh, fuck. This this no. ain't isn't work gonna yet. work. This ain't gonna no work. because We're I actually, people. you
4: know, I'm I'm someone that I like a good argument. So mm-hmm. if I was filling her in the but beginning, but what if
2: their argument makes it very clear that either they're dumb as a box of rocks or minute, they're this is, this they're right, or their their views on something is so different than yours that you just there's no way you can get around. Then
4: I feel like it's my duty to educate them. Okay, mm. and and I will stay there to make sure I level them bitches up because it's something about them that I like <laughs> and it's time for them to level up and I'm gonna hit them with it. And and I've been in plenty Stop of these it. relationships. I know you where, have. Where we I've don't see these arguments things and it's like and I'm like, why are y'all still together, nigga? Right, because why are I feel y'all still like, together. Because I feel like it's, it's 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 something I learned early on. It's if someone once told me it's two things you have control over in life. It's time and, and information oh, sorry. and how you use <laughs> like them sex. could but change your things. entire life. So I think like if, if so, I'm
2: sorry, say the two again,
4: time and information okay. are the only two things you have control over in life. Time, time and information, how you use your time, Oh, okay. how you use the information you have, how you receive information, mm-hmm. how you use your time, how you spend your time. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things you have control over. Okay. And, and so when I think about that, when I, if I'm, if I like someone and and we're dating, we disagree and I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to hear this person's point, but I have the information Mm. that they may not have. I'm going to share it with them. Now, how they receive it may determine how we move forward, but I never lost an argument in my life to my knowledge. So, so let me
1: tell you (laughs) why this is fascinating to me. Um, is okay so there is a gentleman by the name of james i think it's james carville james carville he was uh one of the former strategists of the uh clinton administration and and you guys have seen
2: this guy james carville i think he used to be on uh yeah i know carville he used to be on crossfire on uh cnn maybe but he's yeah. married to the Republican. Chicks. Yes,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I don't know if he was on Crossfire. He was he was, he was definitely on, on CNN. Are you sure that was a very lame ass show? No, no, no. Not that one. OK, not that one. Oh, OK, because cro- you yeah, okay, know which one you know talking which I'm talking yeah, about. That. I'm really in John Stewart fucking <laughs> yeah. tank. Yeah. Uh, he he killed that show like after like seriously. But yep. anyway, yep. James Carville. Uh, and you're right. He was married to a very staunch. Oh, oh, still is. Yeah. OK. I assume they were dead because this was a couple of years ago and they were both old as shit. But nonetheless, still old. Um, staunch Republican. And everybody on the Hill used to question like, man, how do they get along? Because yeah. he's like ultra liberal, you know, Democrat, and she's staunch Republican conservative republican but here they are engaged in this marriage and you try to figure out like how does that shit work and i didn't get it because i knew that with what he said who he was was very authentic and legitimate to who he you know to his character but in terms of who i am and and this is why as much as me and omar we vibe and and we get alone and we see eye to eye and we got each other's backs i recognize and appreciate our differences because if intellectually you know mentally or spiritually i'm not vibing with a chick i i'm ha- i have a hard time moving forward with her right like mm-hmm. so like that chick lauren whatever what's her name london Nah, uh uh-uh. uh the one from uh Fox News that uh
0: Oh shit.
2: Sorry. <laughs> I <I'm>, I apologize. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen,
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like what? what you got the going up? Robin.
1: But uh No, the the uh the one that Charlemagne was was talking to uh, uh that everybody the, got mad at. Yeah. Uh so then, yeah, I know mad about, about what?
4: It's like Lauren Tamron or something like that. Or some <gasps> oh, shit like Tommy that.
2: Lauren. Tommy Lauren, yeah. right?
1: I just, because. I
2: was like, who? Yeah. I'm
1: not a, I'm not like a Got fan it. of hers. Right, like, I don't right. follow her, no, but I knew it was shit, some so. Lauren, right? Yep. But she's fine as fuck. I'm yeah. not going to pretend. She's she, pretty. She bad. She's she bad.
4: She's pretty as fuck. Yeah. I mean, it
1: is what it is, right? Like, if you like that type, she's, thing, she's you a lost soul, though. But she's fucking lost. So here's the deal I can look at her and admit, okay, yeah, on some model, like, she fits the criteria, she's pretty. But if I were interacting with her and I see her spirit, I would not be. And I'm I'm dead ass serious. It's just the way I'm wired. I would not be sexually attracted to her.
4: But, I, but I'll I, tell I would you this: not be sexually if, attracted. Put me to her. in a room like, with her ten minutes. See, but no, but, no, see, she'll, but she'll come out of no, the no, no, room no. singing, We will over Okay.
1: So 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 That's here's where it gets interesting.
0: It's not, the, we shall over. That's what
1: I he was giving you the her we version. But 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 the point that we I'm making though, no, Omar, is to your point something. is you engage people. And, and I like people like that though I know and, and I know you do and then at the end of the night I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what you are and it's funny because the thing that I was just alluding to the little major you know Fortran 50 company uh. you know the nigga was doing the shit at earlier today whatever the Fortune, nigga
2: 50, I mean whatever I
1: it's fine. I right, Maybe they all right, they might not be 50. No, yeah. they, they definitely Fortune 100. Oh, okay. Their customer is Fortune 50. But, Absolutely.
0: But, okay. <laughs> Are you not going to just that say their true? name? Or you think no, you no, get, no, no, no. You don't want to do get that. rehired.
1: No, you try to get that. rehired. Yeah, fuck yeah. I already got the shit booked. But the point that I'm making Shame. is uh, inside the discussion, you know, uh, I became aware of the fact that, fuck. We just went on this tangent, and I just lost my goddamn uh, point that I was going to make. I just lost my thought. I lost my thought. That's when Ratchet goes wrong. Maybe it'll come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. You want to go to the next point? I'm waiting on my hair to come back. Keep (laughs) waiting. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. But I do remember the overall point that I was going to make, which had to do with understanding that, you know, people can have difference of opinion on you know certain topics but they can still be you know effective and I'm someone that understands that I'm not I like like while I can take in a lot of different you know viewpoints it it does alter the way that I view circumstances and 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 I think that that's something that I really uh, admire about Omar is the fact that oh yeah I do recall what I was going to say is the fact that sometimes people will say
2: you're just winging it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of winging it, but but just the fact, yeah. I, I was telling one of the gentlemen when when I was telling him about just what it is that I do, even from a consultant perspective, that one of the things that people have a tendency to say sometimes is, "Oh yeah, um, let's just agree to disagree." Like mm-hmm. you guys said that earlier tonight. Oh yeah. When you all were going back and forth, Casey, you said to Omar, let's just agree to disagree. Oh, yeah. And we're so not come to as ourself. friends, but as friends, we can do that. Right. In a relationship. I can't do that. OK. I, like in any on, respect. Well, on some trivial shit, okay. I can mm-hmm. not on something that I think is core to who I am. If it's core to who I am and and it's acting as a wedge mm-hmm. in our communication, in our relationship, mm-hmm. it's going to affect my libido. Right. It's going to affect whether or not I fuck with you like that. You know what I'm saying? And there are some people that can separate the two. I don't think that they're bad people. I just find that really impressive and amazing, and I know I'm not that way. If we're If we're disagreeing about something that's core to who we are, mm-hmm. some guys can be like, all right. And they can get involved in an argument and they can lean on and be like, hey, baby, so uh, man, you give me some head or man, can we have like, like I'm not that person. You know how you look at TV sometimes and a woman will slap a man and a man will push a woman and they'll look at each other and they're like, they're about to fight and then all of a sudden they just start kissing. kissing. That's not me. <laughs> I'm not like, no, I'm serious. It doesn't like, turn you on. It's not me. Like I, I can do some rough sex. Mm-hmm. I can do some aggressive you know Mm -hmm. look like angry sex but if i'm really angry with you i'm not trying to well on some old we fucking hard and it look like that but it's not like i hate you i hate you let's fuck (laughs) like that's not that's not the way i'm wired no but i'm just (laughs) saying that's that's not the way i'm wired some people are like that and so what omar is saying because i've seen him in the rooms with these women see you the same way right Omar is the type of person. He will argue with a person, and Omar, and and, and I know he can do this because he does it with me. Okay, Omar, Pause. Omar. No, real talk. <laughs> not on some sex shit. No, because that's I did transition you into it. Really funny style. Thank you for calling me out on that. Whatever shit. <laughs> but me and Omar have gotten into some heated arguments well I was ready to still off this nigga oh. and I shit you not Omar would do just like this because he'll see I'm getting angrier and angrier because it's you not that he passionate. don't mean I'm passionate but it, it's not that he don't mean his points Right. it's that he's not as attached mm-hmm. to his to his um, thoughts or- you know not even just his thoughts because there are times he's attached his thoughts but just to, to his argument He's not that invested in his argument. I'll never forget. It was one time I was hot at this nigga, and we out and about. And this the, uh, the, uh, his girlfriend at the time, I'm mad and shit, and she probably see him, My physiology changing. Omar knew I'm ready to damn to take this nigga outside. He does just like this. Right in the middle of it, we've been arguing for literally a half an hour, and I'm mad at this. He does just like this. <laughs> <laughs> brings me in, gives me a big ass bear hug right and so a piece of me is still kind of mad because i'm like nigga i'm still charged but in that moment i laughed because i was like yeah what we're arguing about really is consequence. it's it's trivial when you to talk about the totality well yeah yeah, yeah. well it's trivial if you reduce it to what our relationship is. Right. Our relationship is so much deeper than how the fuck you feel about this issue and I feel about it. I feel passionately about this issue, but rea- and from a realistic perspective, that shit wasn't as what important. Yeah. And so I think that's dope that he can do that. Yeah. I cannot. Mm. I, can't, I, can't mess, I can't mess with Tommy Loren knowing you're on Fox News spewing
4: this ridiculous shit
1: she might have amazing coochie she she will
4: end up on bet
0: <laughs> 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 after <laughs> after talking to you oh put me <laughs> in the room <laughs> you
4: know i you. <laughs> you know i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you i can't i can't i'm gonna tell you you know the 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 uh you know the I I have a funny way of changing someone's (laughs) way of looking at the world. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because... (laughs) You're going to save them. You're going to save them. Okay. So,
1: you know, when we're talking about non-negotiables, clearly, non-negotiables, in order to even know what your non-negotiables are, you're reading signals. So if you're talking about your signals, you're talking about your red flags. Mm -hmm. So what I think is a fun or... Either fun or very, um, I think, powerful, if I could say this, place to end this podcast is I would like to know, what are you all's red flags? Mm -hmm. What's your red flag, Brittany? Red flag.
3: Well, I will say this. Um, Over the last 10 years, I've learned a lot. Mm Mm-hmm about dealing with the opposite sex. <laughs> and um I would say red flags for me would be um a man who has a shit ton of female friends. Mm. Um
2: do you are you do you feel you're too insecure to deal with that or that I'm not secure
3: at all, Casey. You're Inse- not. I'm not. I'm not insecure at all, Casey. I'm not accusing you of being insecure. But it, what do you think? Do I think <laughs> I'm too insecure to do? I'm That's not a legitimate thing.
2: What if he is in an industry where having a lot of female friends is a normal thing? What if he's not? What if he is? Is what I'm saying. Right. What if he's not though? Okay. But if he is, are you secure enough to be with someone that has a lot of female friends?
3: Um, it just depends on what he does, then, if that's the case. If you want to talk about occupation, because you always do that <laughs> shit. You always talk about, well, what if it's his job? Nine <laughs> times out of ten it this nigga's job. Okay? But okay. a man who has too many female friends, okay. that never ends well. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it does. It just creates a lot of issues on the way. Um, and then also... um. Paying attention to his relationship with his mom—that's mm. important. Mm. It's important. You want him to um, love his mom, be respectful. She should be there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. present, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be too overbearing where he's considered a mama's boy, mm. where when she snaps his fingers he drops. So everything. on the the very popular movie
2: Think Like a Man by Steve Harvey, right. mm-hmm. the mama's boy, the the well, Terrence, um, Uhhuh. what's the child's name? or the
3: J something um, right J something Terrence, um, Terrence J yeah, Terrence yeah okay. he was the mama's Thank boy you. on that movie that yeah. Yeah. So so was over the top because she controlled good. his everyday and the decisions that he made right. that's not the way it goes you can love your mother and be respectful and mm-hmm. have her in your everyday life and everything and I think that's adorable but boundaries, but boundaries. Yeah. mom shut up <laughs> like that's not happening <laughs> I want salt and pepper on my mac and cheese, okay? Right.
1: And you like, fuck them liver and onions. <laughs> right.
3: Fuck I like mac and cheese with salt and pepper. Yeah. So, too many female friends and then the relationship with his mom.
1: Brittany, <laughs> by the way, uh, your curls are popping.
3: Are they popping? I've been We're meaning to tell you today. that since
1: earlier, but okay. I just didn't want to interrupt. That's point a major
3: comment, seeing how I feel right ca- now. Her, her curls you know stay popping. Like, I mean, I they
1: do. just For whatever reason, they seem to be like oh. extra oh. on oh. Oh. point. Yes. you know. And I was like, you know I for somebody it, that it, had a long night, deal. you came up in this motherfucker with the curls popping yeah. so clearly.
2: She on the move. Right. She you know, know where you gotta, to be. Your curls they
1: made for radio. Your curls was made for TV. So I maybe maybe we should have brought the cameras out this go around. We're to these cameras
3: out. we'll do it next time. Of course. Cause this leads me into something that I've been saying Uh-oh. for a while. I've been talking to my my other my other piece of me, <laughs> bless his soul.
0: Uh-oh.
3: Um, I've been talking to him, and we have random common conversation every day. It's it's pretty pretty funny. I ask him because I want to know from a man's perspective about certain things that I see okay. every day with going to work, being at work, and then you know whatever. So, I feel like everyone has their own style, right? Religion dictates style sometimes. Um, How you grew up, your culture dictates style. But I feel like as a woman, you should be well groomed day to day. Mm
0: -hmm. Like if you're leaving
3: the house, your hair should be together. Mm -hmm. You should have, it should look like you have showered. (laughs) You should match at least. (laughs) and um i'm sorry
1: i'm sorry like i gave you everything else but uh <laughs> look like like because i know some niggas be slipping on the sh- on looking Man. like they've showered Man. if i ever see a woman that look like she ain't showered is that this is a yuck. violation is like this yeah one i agree with you really it's
3: this woman. one woman that we Mm-mm. work with
1: there's no level she, of hotel that i give you that I'm just she looks honest like, with you.
3: like she rolls out the bed mm. after a three day binge drinking and just Mm-mm. puts on whatever's there Mm-mm. at the top of the fucking hamper and comes to work. Mm-hmm. Her hair just be fucked up and some day she says fuck it and puts on this big ass green Doctor Seuss. I've seen hat. I've seen
1: those women though. She's and probably she's a lesbian. Is imagined, she a lesbian? No,
3: she talks about her boyfriend all the time. No, no, and I don't, no. and gotta, I
1: don't
0: think
3: no, that it exists. No, 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 no. Exists. And it is, but I, I was going to ask me.
1: if she was like a stud. Okay. And but it was, she looks And she like kind of gave that like rough and rugged type of look. Mm. Because yeah, most women like that have one. a man, mm-hmm. or if like you're that, a femme, no. yeah, it just
3: there's no room for that. So get this, she swears she does. And I kept telling him. I don't think that this man exists. Now, nah, we had our don't. Christmas he party. He doesn't. It's too well, many ugly niggas out here with had a holiday party to be. And she showed up with a, with a man. Stop it. Uh-oh. <laughs> so he was real. And my thing is. Did they kiss? Why do you it was that a not I didn't. I didn't right, right. And my thing is, why do women look like that? Why do you come out the house like that and then say it's so hard to find a man? Like, I'm not being superficial. I don't think you need to get dead up because Lord knows. I don't, mm-hmm. but I'm put together though. Like you never know. It's kind of like when your mom says, "Make sure if anything you do, always wear clean panties." Absolutely. Because you never know you get an accident. You get an accident, it goes yes. to the hospital. You got yes. a holy ass panties. <laughs> That's not right, right? Don't wear your period panties. <laughs> don't wear your. If period someone
4: panties, has don't. to tell you <laughs> that you should wear clean panties, <laughs> well, you, you
2: need,
0: need help. But I'm okay. Just saying. Let That's me tell disgusting. Y'all, let
2: me tell y'all my red flags. Uh oh. Okay, so I again, you know, we had talked about high posting and kinda coming off very vain, if you will. But I I think I come off to men as not only the girl next door, but someone that they would want to um introduce to their mother. So
1: You come off as someone that they would or would Yes, would. Oh okay. So wifey material ratchet. type shit. Okay. okay.
2: No, it's not ratchet, but just the the You don't come off difficult. Not at all. No, no. Shut you. Do like a survey. <laughs> Shut your ass. <laughs> Which hundred <laughs> men did you <laughs> survey?
3: <laughs> That's Is what we do.
2: Comes off. <laughs> no, because they think funny. I think because I come off very warm and very understanding, and I can have a legitimate conversation with most men. And I'm not like I'm a very attractive woman. Like I can admit oh, that. Wow. She okay. threw the berry. She's sure. also a
1: pescatarian that eats pork, but go ahead. First
2: Wait a minute. All, let me tell first you First of all,
3: Casey struggled <laughs> with me. Okay. When I, I first met listen. Casey, Casey didn't Look, eat no like pork. She's like, I'm a vegan, no, and, I'm sorry. and I'm please sorry. pass she me that Jewtown Polish. What, what <laughs> does this have to do? <laughs> today, this bitch will kill a steak. Do you first I eat I chicken? I eat steak my whole life.
0: Yours no, is
1: my but, ass. But that's not what a pescatarian is, No.
2: I was on a pescatarian shit for a whole year. Y'all hate her. Anyway- so you know I was
1: (laughs) Jewish for a little while too but go ahead that's another story okay cool
2: (laughs) I always think
3: I'm Beyonce (laughs) this is (laughs) <laughs> but we're talking about reality, though.
2: <laughs> right, okay, so, right. so, I'm, sorry. So, we're sorry, so Casey, I'm lying. Y'all don't, like right. y'all don't like real shit. Like Omar was saying, so y'all don't like real talk. Y'all don't like real talk. real talk. Because Omar was saying, y'all niggas don't like real talk.
4: I'm sorry. Go I ahead. am Go ahead. an
2: attractive woman. I recognize okay. that. And so <laughs> when I'm around men who, you know, the let the, the the young professional oh,
0: that men, nigga. you know, right. black
2: men. What do they who, call them? Yuppies.
1: N- not even that. Just not lame. Niggas.
2: Okay. Not necessarily. They don't have. Some to be okay, a lame. Like, well, don't no, no, no. I'm hater, not. I'm Isaac. not. But, but 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 I know you who you know she's professional. right. He's a young professional. Extra young niggas. Like professional. You talking but about the
1: extra niggas? Potentially. Extra. Sometimes
2: extra. it's them. Right. So a lot of times they will get into discussion with me and they're just like, "Oh shit!" Like she's super cool to talk hmm. to, and I'm really digging her flow. Okay. And that's cool because my flow is off the chain. OK, <laughs> however, my red flag is when you get extra fucking clingy mm. and I am not there with you. We've only been on two dates. We are not there yet. You're talking to me about moving to Atlanta with you because they're Shit. extra woke down there. Like I am not doing that and I don't like you that much. And yeah, so mm. extra clingy men are a huge red flag for me.
4: I'm I am going to second that is my. Mm, that's your riff, like too long? yeah, okay. Yes, the same Omar. Thing. We ain't agreed uh, yeah. High five on that. Yeah, got two th- t- no. bones The two ballers in the, the house. Fingers. It's <laughs> the same thing. Like you meet someone, you're like, oh, I'm feeling them a little bit, right, right. And they go 100 on you,
3: right,
2: bro. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa,
3: <laughs>
4: Whoa Ma, wait a minute. I
3: there. <laughs> but you know, there's I a thin
4: line. need to go 100 on you. you <laughs> but know, you know, like. there's
3: a thin line between clingy and admiration. Line. Sure, sure. So you have to be. You have to kind of, you know, just mm-hmm. decipher that. Like, okay, well, maybe when he started talking about moving in with me, that was a little close because uh, <laughs> we've only been talking for three days. Right. So but this is know, way too, too much. much. But
4: you know, I always feel like, like if it's if it's mutual, we'll move right. as fast right as we need to. If right. it's mutual, right,
2: and you can always tell when it's mutual. Right,
4: you like should that. be able to tell, but you shouldn't be able to be like, okay, I know I'm thirsty. <laughs> Uh, this opportunity may not come around again.
3: Right, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it's exactly. gonna be a
4: no for me, dog. Right, right. I was feeling you, yeah. uh, but it's a no for me. But
2: see, and not and and on the other side of that, not even to just be vain because I was mildly vain, but. Also, men who are too standoffish. Like, if you want to be that extra mm. cool ass nigga and right. you are not interested right. in me, right. it's like, uh, I'm right. gonna text you a week from now. Nigga, you're not that busy. Ooh. You're not interested you in wanna, me. Ooh, and that's, that's cool. Me. Right, and you so that's why we would never. I come on real strong,
4: and then I pull <laughs> then dis- all the way. You <laughs> disappear,
2: and I would be like, "Nope." And you're
4: hearing me a month later, nope. like, You up, Omar? No, I'm not Omar Bye. Pendulum <laughs> Jones, and right. she'd be like, "Nigga, they call me Pendulum, nigga,
3: because
1: I'm <laughs> swinging, nigga, right. to, the other no, side. The I'm to the other side." I require a
3: lot of attention, but it's oh like yeah, well, a fine I, line.
1: I I I could assume that there about is a you, fine It's a
3: fine line because if you do too much, then it turns me off. Right, but if you don't do enough right. then you'll lose we'll lose contact because i'm shitty yes. in contact yeah. and on the phone so if you that type of nigga that falls back and you like to be chased you'll never get chased by mm. me i not like e- the not chase. even a little bit no nope.
4: i like to chase
3: but if i'm into you mm-hmm. and you're we're vibing and we're back and forth then it's mutual then right. i'm back and forth with you mm-hmm. but if you don't call him off as super interested in me mm-hmm. then it's just ah, it is what it is i got his number but i ain't never really talked to him because he ain't hit me right yeah, hmm. Isaac. What's your
0: red flag? Why you asking me
1: You know what? And, and wow, it's funny. I can tell you, me. Isaac's red flag.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. We okay. oh were God, at you the bar below. You
1: tell me. We first. were at the bar below. I, I
4: can't wait to hear this shit. <laughs> he I really can't. He cannot. doesn't like an really unwoke, unwoke
3: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you don't this don't like bitch ain't woke. See, he don't fuck with down.
3: Stop
1: it. Oh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, 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 <laughs> but it uh, is a funny Jimmy. story.
4: Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you talking about, <laughs> hey, baby? Can we get your ass out of here. Can end? we no. please tell a no, hey, baby no, story? No, are not. Pretty Oh, I get to tell my ratchet stories, right. but you can't tell yours. Oh, no. hey, right, ratchet all right, all right. All right. All right. So all right. let's be fair.
1: Okay. Okay. I No. If the story will be told, I'll let you tell it.
4: No. You have
0: to tell the story.
4: Oh,
1: shit. Because y'all decide? But that's not my that's not my red flag. Okay. But but Omar <laughs> wants me to be tell the story. Okay. And then you can tell us the okay. red flag. All right. okay. So all right, I'll keep this brief. Right. But it is it is a funny story. And
0: oh. <laughs> 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 Nigga.
1: yo, okay. So there's a spot. Me and Omar called a boom boom room. Uh got a lot of history with this spot, man. When I first moved back to Chicago, uh, it was a spot that me and O would go to. To have like happy hour after a long, arduous day of work. They had the best, middle light on tap, fucking five dollar pitchers, and like six dollar wings. Right? Like like okay. a whole plate of wings. Delicious wings. Some of the best in the city. So we and this place been around since like the sixties. Okay. So we go there, man, and back in the day, man, I shit you not, you on the loop. It's on like Adams is between Adams in Madison and State Street so you're in the heart of downtown Omar took me in this spot you go downstairs mm-hmm. the basement mm-hmm. but not the basement we talking about the right, sexy basement right. nigga you walk into this shit I kid you not you walk into a portal and you end up on the south side okay like so the deep south exactly side exactly like the oh south side. Casey
0: down carpet chicago
1: carpet
0: mm-hmm.
1: dirty carpet Shag. dark
0: you know what i'm saying yeah
1: a nigga name uh what was these niggas name something in flow it, it was like <laughs> it wasn't hustle and flow but it was some shit like that like no smooth and something nice and smooth i think their names was playing house music
0: oh shit okay. where the
1: fuck are we at like are you serious it i'm is. drinking five dollar pitchers <laughs> right. which we got four beers mm-hmm. out of a you know and wings and we listen to the house music and when you saw the crowd down there it was basically like reds on stony island <laughs> but like, like or the Red. president's lounge but before they did the renovation okay. right like yes. just hood shit but downtown i like reds nigga, i love reds <laughs> i love presidents but you don't expect to see that in the heart of the loop sure at 6 30 and on a wednesday right, in you know the evening. <laughs> that, so it's like fuck so you know but but this is me and omar shit right because we, we we from the hood so yeah. we like whatever so one day man omar came roll with me after he indoctrinated me to this place man he can't roll with me so i'm there alone and i'm there and it's this woman that's flirting with me hard right And this chick is not attractive by any stretch of the imagination, right? Like, scale from 1 to 10. You guys, I'm not a shallow person. That's why Brittany just said, you know, oh, if the bitch ain't woke, right? Like, (laughs) that's me.
3: But... (laughs) <laughs> I
1: do like to like the way you look. So I'm not shallow, but I'm not going to pretend like I'm just the whole tap. I'm not shallow, but I ain't whole tap. Mm-hmm. I ain't the nigga that's just going to be, like, fucking with a conscious, ugly bitch. Like, <laughs> that's not me, right? <laughs> well, she wasn't conscious, and she wasn't attractive. This woman was, how do I explain her? Um, she looked like an extra, a rejected extra on Good Times. So we're talking like 48, 49, uh, you know. That was shit. her age? Yes. Okay. Oh, She might have even been in her 50s. Like, okay. Damn, I wish I could c- compare her to someone. You, you want to know who she looked like? She looked like that woman that is on that talk show. Uh, it's not The View, but what's the other one? That's like The View? The Talk? Is it The Talk? And Maybe. there's like a black comedian- who who used to be ratchet? She got her,
0: Cheryl, her,
1: Cheryl Underwood. Sh- Underwood. Cheryl Underwood. She looked like a older version of Cheryl Underwood. So that lets you know how sexy she was. Not okay. to disrespect Cheryl Underwood, but yeah,
2: she's great. <coughs>
1: she but she also ain't like you know. No,
2: I mean she's not the
1: right. most attractive. So but. she's there, and this woman grabs a hold of me and she's just like flirting. So I'm being nice. Mm-hmm you know whatever actually i take that back omar is there the first time i meet her he's there the second time she's there he's there the third time she's there and so this becomes like a running joke that this woman ike she wants to get with you (laughs) i'm like nigga get that shit out of (laughs) here one day i happen to go down there omar couldn't come down there with me i'm like whatever Mm -hmm. i'm go down here i'm having some wings before i cut to the crib well she's there Mm -hmm. and she's lit drinking whatever This woman comes over and she's like, "Ah," and she flirting the same way she normally do. So there was something that she used to do. We used to call her, Hey, baby. Mm -hmm. Cause the way that she would approach me and be like, Hey, baby. (laughs) So every time she'd be there, Omar be like, Hey, Ike, they go, hey baby. And, and it, it would be a joke between us. And yeah. he be like, nigga, what you hit? I'd be like, nigga, no, right? Like we would we would put numbers on how much money would it take for you to hit like all of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, one day when Omar wasn't there and clearly she had enough to drink, man, she comes over and she grabs her smartphone. And this is right when we navigated from like Bluetooth to like, you know, iPhones or whatever. And she says, Yeah, let me show you a little something. Okay. So I'm like, oh, what you got? She put me to it. She said, uh, look at that. And she swipes and look at that. And look at that. And as she's swiping, the pictures are becoming more and more pornographic. Oh, my God. So I saw this old ass woman's titties. <gasps> Y'all, listen, this oh is a podcast. God. I'm not even going to try to explain <laughs> how her old ass, decrepit oh, ass, no. ratchet ass, crackhead titties look. But she has some crackhead ass titties. Uh, And she's showing me these titties. I didn't even have a woman at that time. And I'm like, this is so fucked up because if you were a five or above, (laughs) she she wanted to go to the Palmer house, Mm -hmm. which was right on the corner and rent a room. She talk about us taking trips to Vegas oh together. God. Man, I'm going to Vegas. I pay. So she a vet. She had that dough. She <laughs> was like old school CTA, no right? Shit. She had that she old had school dough. money, and right. she wanted to trick off. And at the time, one of my like ratchet mentors was a nigga that had like six girlfriends. So I'm like, man, I need to up my whole count, right? <laughs> like I need more bitches on my team. Right. What would I was about to say? This nigga name. What would. So my man do. say right. right but i'm looking at her and i'm like man and casey i've been drinking this night i might have been on i was already introduced to jack daniels i'm on like number three maybe four had a couple of beers and i cannot i can't imagine the level of drunkenness that i gotta reach before i put my penis in this woman. And that's when I knew this is disgusting. Like and she's trying to get at me, like, yeah, what you think about that? What you think about this? And I'm like, Oh my God, this is like I don't know what to say. Like so I get I get, I get to the I, I I I uh at that time I was taking a fourteen, living in South Shore. I'm heading back to the crib. I hit Omar up, so you know I'm thinking I'm gonna tell him this shit like, nigga, I can't go there again. Omar in classic fashion. I'm sending him text messages. I get the blah, ha, 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 ha. this nigga calls me. We are on the phone. He's literally crying because I'm telling him this story and he's like, nigga, are you serious? So from this point forward, every time we go up into this bar and she's
4: there. So him, tell them, cut into the next time when we were in there. What happened? What did she say? I can't even remember. Remember, I just remember, remember that. we're in there. What did she do? What did we she were do? together, <laughs> and we're in there posted, and you hear, "Hey, baby," and you tried to ignore, <laughs> and she walked up and put you on front
0: street. <laughs> that was the best time. I forgot about that. She said, "Oh, I know you ain't tripping." After I, you was all
4: over me last, she, <laughs> she did. She did say that. She did say
1: that. I forgot. I forgot about that.
4: That was that. That was epic. I think that's why you enjoy
1: that story I more do, than anything I else. I do. I do. Because of when she put me on yeah, blast.
4: That was funny. Yeah. That was that was, that was ridiculous. Because she came know. and was like. Oh, I know you ain't trying to front.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> like bullshit. you don't want <laughs> this. that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was You bullshit. were drooling
4: all <laughs> over <laughs> those pictures. anyway. <laughs> anyway.
1: So, so real quickly, real quickly before we before we hear. So, no, real talk my my red flag and I think that Britney was was on par. Um is that I don't like uh I don't like people that are overly superficial, right? And And thats I I think that surprises people about me, but sometimes it surprises me about me because I hang around a lot of people that I think are either affluent or who I think are very accomplished or who I think are very talented and have an, an amazing amount of potential. And I'm talking about the present company that I'm sitting in. Like, I think all of you guys are amazing. I think that all of you guys are worthy of being... Uh, exalted and lauded over and you all could be bougie I think one of the reasons that everyone loves you all so much is because they expect you all to be bougie or they expect you all to have this kind of interaction with them and you all are so humble so you all for me become kind of like the litmus test you know what I mean like that's why I don't care how much money a motherfucker make or their accolades or whatever because I'm like I, I've i been out with Britney and seen how people are fawning over her and they're like, you know, chasing her, you know, running around the boat and shit to be friends with her. I've <laughs> been at, you know, at venues or places with Casey where they thought she was bougie. Shit, I thought she was bougie when I first met her at first. And then, Thanks. you know, she starts to own the room and you're like, oh my God, this is the downest motherfucker I ever met. And she fun and she funny and, you know, but then she on her business and shit. And I've been in places with Omar where, you know, literally, and I'm not even exaggerating, like white people, like rich old white men are chasing him it's around the room.
2: Him. Right? Like who like the a fuck? White like this nigga magnet. from
1: Inglewood. <laughs> and they're like listening to him and they're laughing. And I'm like, this is something special. So right. when I get around someone that's making two hundred thousand three hundred four hundred thousand dollars a year and they're putting off this air as though i'm supposed to be impressed i'm like nigga my my crew shitting on you and they humble you know what i'm saying so like that that i i've that's why i love you all so much Mm -hmm. but that's why that's always been a pet peeve of mine because i'm not that way and so maybe that's the arrogance in me Is when I'm hanging out with people. If I'm hanging out with a chick that I know, sweetheart, I'm shitting on you, and you're high posting with me, and I'm being humble. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna get on some ego shit, but I'm like, yeah, we can't vibe because if I'm coded in you and I'm humble, Mm -hmm. then where you at with this bourgeois black shit? Man, come back down to Mm -hmm. earth. So yeah, that's I I do not like that, and that's why I even said there are people who I think are very attractive, but when I see that in them. I physically am turned off. And I it's not a conscious thing. It's an unconscious thing. It just it it's like it takes over my physiology and I'm just not I'm just not attracted to it any longer. So yeah, that's yeah.
2: me. All right, y'all.
4: Man respect. So Isaac <laughs>
2: Paul, do you have an opinion for us tonight?
1: I do have an opinion. I'm gonna keep it brief. <laughs>
2: okay. No
1: but it is important to say. Thank you. I know I just got through talking. No I'm problem. gonna keep this brief though. No and I, I I have to say this because it's special, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, anytime something is funny because earlier in the evening, Casey was like, do you have an opinion? And I was like, oh, I'll come up with something. And, you know, she's been getting on me about being more consistent. So I try to be more consistent with this. And it just so happens that today something really special happened to me. I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I don't want the podcast to end without really speaking about what it was you know minus the specifics but just the essence of what it was um out of the blue you know earlier this week was a little frustrating for me personally because we have uh some really exciting really amazing things that are on the horizon but we don't always know where the resources are going to come from we don't always know how the means will be provided for right and so you know you sometimes get caught in a leaning to your own understanding right as the word puts it right like we try to think our way out of situations or we try to build certain circumstances and you know there are times where things just topple in front of you and i was doing some things early this week and i wasn't getting the results that i was looking for and so one of the one of the wise decisions that i made was I was like, I'm going to start praying a little bit more and I'm going to start speaking to God a little bit more. I always think and I always talk out loud, but I, I don't always have openly uh a, as open of a conversation with just my spirit as I want to, with the spirit as I want to. And I started kind of getting into that a little bit earlier this week or just investing in it more. And I was frustrated about. The fact that I had this well laid out plan and everything wasn't fitting into play, things that was normally producing wasn't producing, and I was like, "Man, what does this mean?" But I didn't. I didn't get depressed. I was just like, "The answer's gonna come somewhere." But I kept asking those questions, and I shit you all, not. I get back to the crib. No, before I get back to the house, I get a a, a call from a gentleman. Uh, leaves a voice message on my business line, and he has a quote unquote opportunity wants me to call them back later. Now I'm going to be honest with y'all. I get these calls multiple times a week or a month. And generally when a person gives you an opportunity, it's an opportunity for you to give some shit. It's an opportunity for you to give your services. It's an opportunity for you to give your gifts and your talents. And listen, I never shrink from those moments, but it gets frustrating when you know you're investing something valuable People know it's valuable, but they don't want to compensate you for that. There is a budget, but they want to keep going with the free 99 plan because they don't honor your value. And it will make you either want to get bitter. It will either make you want to shrink from it. It'll make you want to be condescending. Like it can. it's a whole host of other emotions that can occur that makes you want to go away from offering something that is really your gift that you want to give for free but that you know you should be compensated for so I almost didn't call this gentleman back or I probably would have called him back but it probably would have been later but you know it was a guy that was more of a colleague than a friend and I was like you know I'm gonna give him a call back when I get to the house but you know I flaked out on that before I don't know what compelled me to do so but I got back to the house I call him he runs down the situation it sounds legit I realize it's paying I realized that the amount that I probably would have accepted to accept this opportunity wasn't in total, but it was per hour. And it was like, nigga, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. It's short notice, but I'll, I'll make it happen. So, you know, I activate, uh, I did it today. Um, it was an amazing success so much in fact that I was asked back, uh, all the executives uh, wanted me to be a part of their future sessions and mm-hmm. yeah, like I said I won't say the company but it's it's fortune 100 it's fortune 50 even possibly like it's a legit company this isn't even just good corporation this right. is like I say the company and eyes get wide like get mm-hmm. the fuck out of here like mm-hmm. yes you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and what's crazy is is I I gave value but on my scale I didn't even give the amount of value to them that I give to a lot of this nonprofit or free or freemium or whatever you want to call it stuff mm-hmm. and they were compensating me to such a handsome degree that it was like wow. And so the reason I'm even sharing this now because we alluded to it earlier. Uh you know the the the, the overall message And the only takeaway that I can have with it, because even as I share with my team, I obviously give, you know, Jay Will, uh, major props, you know, for, for thinking about me, but even beyond him, I can't take any of the credit and I got to give all the credit to God, right? Like I have to give the credit to not being in the right place at the right time, but being very centered when it comes to listening to my spirit and and even because honestly what set up this opportunity was me giving away my services for free Mm -hmm. like two years ago right it Mm -hmm. was a, a situation where i gave my services away for free it was a legit situation a circumstance where it was some serious individuals that were in the room and I was clearly making impressions with these individuals. I just didn't realize how much, but the timing of how it all played out for me personally, what was, what was so amazing that as I'm engaged in this frustrating moment where I'm expecting results or finances and they're not coming through and I'm asking God like, yo, I'm not either, I'm not listening or what's supposed to happen. I get to the house and the moment occurs that's going to lead to several other moments it it was so validating you know and i just i just wanted to end this podcast on sharing that with all of you guys that are listening because i know many of you are are either not being compensated or being undercompensated being mm-hmm. underappreciated and i've i've always been a big proponent of that karma is real, right? Like the Bible yeah. teaches us that as man soweth, that shall he also reap. And so sometimes you plant a seed and you don't get an immediate crop and you feel like, well, maybe I should just stop planting seeds. But in 2017, I've gotten a lot of miraculous things that are starting to germinate. And sometimes I feel like, man, I'm not worthy or I didn't do anything for this, but I'm I'm having a pause and realize, no, Ike. All of that fucking investment that you've been making for all of these months and all of these years, and all of this selfless activity that you've been given, maybe this is your reaping season, so accept it right like embrace it and realize that you are worthy like you've you've planted the seeds and you've sown seeds, and this is the crop, but there are times where we're sowing seeds and we don't get microwave results Mm -hmm. and it makes us want to stop. And we don't realize, man, like farmers throw way more seeds. They plant more, way more seeds than crops that they actually germinate. Mm -hmm. If you look at the ratio, there are probably, it's probably a thousand to one. They literally throw seeds in random. They don't know which one is going to germinate. They don't know which one is going to get caught by the soil or whatever. So if you think every seed you plant is going to give you harvest You're being unrealistic. The name of the game is to give and make certain that your intent is somewhere pure. Continue to give with the understanding that the universe is going to pay you back. The person, the situation, the circumstance that you invested in might not be what gives you your crop. It may not be what gives you your return, but the very act, of you being willing to invest in something that is valuable, that's worthy, that's important to you is going to see to it that the universe brings that back. So, you know, that's my opinion, man. And, you know, no, that's that's
2: excellent, uh, information, not for uh, that's excellent information for everyone, but especially entrepreneurs, like patience is huge. Um, but again, thank you, Isaac Paul. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Omar for your input. Thank you all for listening. Again, we are the Tequila Tales Unleashed. We cover everything, love, and relationships with a twist. And uh, we're so glad to have you. Any new listeners, if you have any questions, anything you want to contribute, Send it to info at the tequila tales.com. visit our website at the for uh for any information that you want to find out about the podcast, the shows, uh, just look at videos, kind of get engaged. That's the place you want to find it. Follow us on all of our social media channels at the tequila tales And uh, I mean, speaking of Isaac Paul, if you're looking to book him, if you want him to speak at something, if you know of any opportunities, because he is an excellent speaker, in addition to a motivational speaker, um, send an email, ojones at com. He will take all of those inquiries and, um, you know, set you guys up. So thank you all for listening. We will see you next week.